What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Real Coach JB here getting it cracking on this Minutes Monday. Zach Smith joins me uh, as we get this thing going uh, right out the gate. We got a lot to discuss. First of all, I'll get you quote of the day. Uh, as always, brought to you by betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V. Get you 50% off plus welcome bonus. Um, baseball's in full swing. NBA playoffs start tomorrow. Lakers, Timberwolves. Make sure you head on over to Zach, Minister Sports as well. He does a hell of a betting thing on YouTube and on his social media. Make sure you follow his um patreon as well he does the betting thing on patreon where he hits a lot so make sure you bet on uh go check him out as well uh he'll be joining me right here in a second um quote of the day brought to you by candidatecbd.com consistency is more important than perfection let that sink in consistency is more important than perfection um i'll get you contrary to belief after zach um Poll question, though, as Zach pops in here, is Lamar Jackson staying in Baltimore now that OBJ has signed? Um, Let's break it down. Zach, what up? What up? Man, same old shit, different toilet bowl, dog. Uh, OBJ to the Ravens, why? (laughs) I can't wait to ask Matt this. I don't know why. I don't get it. Even if Lamar stays, he ain't getting you the fucking ball. Yeah, I, I, it's, it's truly mind-blowing. It really is. I mean, one, if Lamar's not the quarterback, that's really the move you thought you should make. Like, that's that's what you needed to do. And if he, even more, more importantly, if he is the quarterback, that's like the worst marriage ever. Lamar Jackson and OBJ, it's like, I, I, I'm just mind-blown. Dog, he hasn't done anything but TikTok one-hand catches in the last year and a half. He hasn't no. played, like, consistently. And I don't know how long. I I just started this thing off with the quote of the day, and I was like, consistency is more important than perfection. Um, that's something you preached to your whiteouts back in the day? Because the one-handed OBJ catch, Zach, happens how often? Oh, fucking one out of 100, 1,000. <laughs> yeah, C- consistent performance is the most important thing, right? Obviously, cons- and honestly, I'd rather you be consistently bad then flash good, then bad, then good, then bad. Because you, no then doubt. you never know what you're going to get. At least if you're consistently bad, I know what the fuck I'm getting. Like, we, we know what it is. You're not very good, and you're always not very good. But it's, those, it's those kids that one day you're like, this kid fu- has a chance to be a monster. And the next day you're like, this kid's fucking awful. What happened? Like, hey, what was- all them fuckers can't get right. Yeah, right. They motherfuckers to fuck you over at, at practice on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Thursday, Friday, you're like, fuck, what is this motherfucker going to do? He dropped everything. $15 yep. million guaranteed, Zach. I mean, you take it. I take it. We get all that. Like, highest bidder got OBJ. He didn't go to Baltimore, in my opinion, because of Lamar Jackson. He went because nah. of 15 mil. Yeah, he, he's he's chasing that tail end of his career money. Like, he just, he's oh. just trying to stack that paper so he can – you know, increase his portfolio. So he, he makes as much as possible, but it's just, what, why did they pay that much? Like what I, I, if it'd be one thing, if you said, Oh, he got six mil with an incentive laden contract. I'd be like, Oh, that makes sense. That way he makes a shitload of money. If he actually plays and does well, but throw just throwing 15 mil down the, down the drain is like, is that going to make him? Is that, is that going to be the difference? Are they going to make the playoffs now? Like, was that in my mind, that's the only way you make these moves. It's like, all right, listen, if we sign Odell, pay him whatever, $15 million, 
that's going to put us over the edge and we're going to be a playoff team, contend for Super Bowls, then I get it. But in this scenario, it's like, are, do they owe him something? Like, are they just trying to help him buy a vacation home? Like, what's the reason? I would have loaded up. Their defense is already pretty legitimate, stout. Yeah. I'll just load it up on the run game, O-line tight, get another tight end. I don't know. Like, I wouldn't have gone and go got an old wide out for $18 million. Like, oh. I don't know what they're doing. It sounds like a self-implosion deal, Zach. Like, like they're like, you know what? Harbaugh's like, you know what? Fuck it. You don't want to give me what I wanted to do. Because I, I, I've been hearing there's a little bit of rift because I think Harbaugh wanted to do this. GM wanted to do this. Uh, I don't know what's happening there, man. But it sounds like why would – like it sounds like a smart-ass move. You know how like – Yeah, like a oh, fuck yeah, you hey, move. All right, fuck it. Go ahead. Take, sign this yeah. cat. Right, kind of like it's. I always go back to this because he's a friend of mine. Like when the Panthers drafted fucking J.C. Horn and they didn't have a quarterback, then they went out and signed Baker Mayfield. It's like they looked at Matt Rule like, Haha, "Fuck you, bitch." Yep, <laughs> but exactly I, right. Friday about it, JB. I know you're an NFL guy. This is my entire problem with the NFL. Like, there's no pyramid. It's it's two pillars, and I got a real fucking problem when you you fire a coach when you're letting a GM make the personnel decisions. It's like, well, how the fuck are you going to find a coach? Like, what's the reason they lost? And that's when you get in that shit-eating battle of like, oh, you have the players, you're a shitty coach. And the coach is like, no, we don't have any players. I'm a great coach. And it's like, well, there's only one way to solve this. And that's let the fucking coach pick his players too. And then if they suck, you fire the coach. It's really easy. That's what they do in college football. Like, that's my biggest problem with the NFL. Hey, don't. So I, I say this shit all the time. I'm like, you see that movie? What was the movie with Kevin Costner? Uh, tra- son, uh, signing Day? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, Brandon that's kind of like how it really is. Um, Belichick's one. Guess what? He's the GM and the coach. Right. Pete Carroll's one. Guess what? He's the GM and the coach. Even though he's not the GM on title, he is the GM. Uh, those guys win. Like, guys that have won have won Super Bowls as the yeah. GM. Even McCarthy, when he had his hands on the GM and in Green Bay, they got it done. They got a they but, got a ring. And, and and you need, I think you need like even the Saints. I had what's his name, Jeff Ireland and Sean Payton. Like you know, they're gonna yeah. like they work really well together. Yeah. Like they're gonna they're gonna come to a like a, a cohesive decision together. It's when you get some douchebag GM or some fucking egomaniac head coach that's like fuck that guy, he's an idiot. That's when you're screwed. And that's that's I would say of the teams that that don't have a, a head coach that is also the GM, you know, by decision, I'd say seventy percent of them have difference of opinions where they don't like each other and they think the other guy's the problem. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I, I, it's going to be interesting, man. This Raven thing. I don't know. Uh, the Niners have jumped in and stayed in the NFL. I know. I uh, wanted to talk to you about some college stuff. It, the Niners are like, fuck it. If the Jets fuck this up, we're trying to come on in. Like, I thought he was always going to try to go home anyway. West Coast kid, Northern California kid. Like, all right, Right. go back home. Niners in his career. Uh, The team that I could not beat in the playoffs basically my entire career. Uh, Now, Jets GM's coming out saying he is going to be a Jet, blah, blah, blah. Like, let me ask you this. You know when drafts occur, you know what happens and certain things have to happen by certain draft days because we got to get certain guys in to know how the pecking order falls. We may not get yeah. number three like we thought or the kid on our board. Um, do you think that the Ravens have to get Lamar's deal done and the Jets have to get Aaron Rodgers' deal done before the draft? 
I think they have to, right? Because if, if how do you know what what you need in the draft if you don't solidify at least your quarterback position? And and because that way, if, if you don't solidify it, you either say, all right, we're going with Zach Wilson. We'll, we'll figure out our quarterback situation next year. So let's build a bunch of pieces around uh, whoever the future quarterback is. Maybe, you know, whoever, Caleb Williams or someone next year. Like, but if, if you have this looming out there still, you go into the draft, it's like, well, what the fuck? Aaron Rodgers might be our quarterback, but he also might not. Like, what the fuck? What are you supposed to do in the draft? I don't know, man. That's what I'm saying. The Colts, the Colts are, you know, at three, I think they, they're looking at, they're talking Will Levis, like heavy. Um, why? I, I don't understand what they're going to do. Now the guy looks like these motherfuckers draft Josh Rosen and all these fucking guys. It's because they're, they're idiots. They really are. They really are idiots. Uh, yeah. Even their it, own it comes, it, it comes back to ego. They think they're smarter than everyone. They're like, no, this kid, Will Levis, like he was at Kentucky. The coaches didn't maximize him, right? They're, they're, they're not good coaches. That's why he wasn't a Heisman candidate. It's all because of his coaches. We're so much better than his coaches that if we draft him, we're going to turn him into Pat Mahomes or Josh Allen. And it's like, what the fuck? Watch him play football. That kid ain't Josh Allen. What's, it, it, it's, it's ego. And now he looks like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger or something. Like, what is he doing? Eating bananas and shit raw. Fucking I mean, weird. come on, man. We're weird. like a gimmicky ass. We're not only gimmicky in football. Shit, everything's gimmicky right now. Um, I, I'm kind of confused on this whole thing. Uh, I, I had to ask you, man. This uh, Somebody put out a, a, a graphic. Let me pull it up. Um, top 10 NFL helmet or college helmets. Uh, you agree to this top 10 right here? No, I... I think that shit's so stupid. Like, what the fuck is cool about Penn State's helmet? It's a white fucking helmet. No, SC hasn't changed ever, and Penn State never has changed either. Notre Dame's gold. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't fucking know. I mean, I think I think it's just like what's what has a long history because all those helmets. I don't think any of those helmets have ever changed. I don't think so either. Uh, like Ohio State, <laughs> to me, it's just you, you put all, those things don't go on the helmet until you get awards, right? Yeah, I mean it's. That's not what the helmet looks like game one, <laughs> but I right. mean, it is. Right. What, I, that's why I hate these fucking lists. Th these lists belong in like for, for the, the team moms to talk about. Like, why the fuck is, I don't know, two, four, seven sports. Wh who gives a shit who has the coolest fucking helmet? Like what? They got nothing better to talk about. And I guarantee if you ask the kids what their top 10 is, I bet you Oregon's on there like seven times. Yeah. Um, they're going to have these teams that these going to have, they're going to have these guys on there that don't win. Yeah, because they're gonna be, they're gonna be the, about, like, what's yeah, the oh man, they got helmet? the chrome. They got the chrome coach. Right. And why is Oklahoma not on the list? Is there not there's theirs isn't as cool as fucking LSU's? Because the what oh, it only has two letters. LSU has three letters, so it's cooler. Like, Wait, it's the same as Alabama with the number, right? Right. Isn't it, it the same fucking helmet? They all go to Gunther's? Yeah, it's all it's all the same helmet. Hey, um, and how you gonna put Michigan on there and not put Delaware on there? It's the same fucking helmet, but Delaware is black and red. It's cooler colors. Like, what do you mean? Uh, hey, I, I know you do a betting site on. You got your Patreon. Make sure everybody follows you over there. Uh, you you bet the NBA starting tomorrow? Um, well, we mostly bet NBA props, and and I, we haven't bet props down down the stretch. It's hard because guys are sitting out. Guys aren't trying. They're not. You know, they're. 
they're out of playoff contention or if they are they already clinched it but once you get to playoffs it's fucking on because you you can you can break down matchups and and our one handicapper who does all our props is fucking he's nuts about like breaking down like all right here's their their defensive rank against a two guard and then this two guard here's how many points he scores against the bottom third of the NBA at guarding two guards and they, he breaks all these analytics down and and for props but we don't we'll bet in the playoffs, we'll probably bet some game bets too, but but during the season, mostly we just bet props. Hey, I gotta ask you. Um, I want to get your take. You agree or disagree? There's some coaches, Hugh Freeze, uh, a couple other ones have come out. I don't know if you saw this debate. I'm sure you're gonna cover it. Um, that they would like to do spring ball like the NFL and have geographical located practices against each other or as many scrimmages or whatever i mean what are we doing in the in the nil and transfer portal era i would love for you to come to my fucking campus so i can steal your kids like I'm and and on top of that here's here's what hugh freeze's dumbass doesn't think about the pros can do that because they're fucking pros they're grown men they know how to practice like especially a spring game when you got young kids going out there, it's one thing to play against your 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 own teammates. And and despite what anyone thinks, like those spring games are not 100% effort. I mean, they're close, but the last thing a kid's going to do is lay out to make a tackle and possibly hurt somebody's ankle. Like that's not going to happen in a spring game. It 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 rarely does. Now you go put fucking Ohio State against Cincinnati? Holy shit, dudes are fucking that that's that's Cincinnati Super Bowl. And they're coming out to fucking take heads off. You're going to have so many more injuries if that ever happened. It'll never happen, though, because for for every dumbass like Hugh Freeze, there's eight coaches that are actually fucking intelligent and think about this through the proper lens. Like, do you really want to get a kid hurt in Auburn versus Kansas State in the spring? Like, no, of course not. Because they don't understand, like, this is for the gram, Zach. Oh, it I is. Go knock off your helmet for the gram because I go to Toledo and we get to play Ohio oh, State. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and you already know. Like, they can say, oh, it doesn't count. It's just an exhibition. Fuck that. Every fucking voter in the country, when it comes to preseason polls, is going to reference, well, they lost to Toledo in the spring game. You're like, motherfucker, the walk-ons let up two touchdowns. What are you talking about? It's a spring game. And, uh, the, best, and the best part is best the best players don't play in the spring game. You will see zero, count them, zero snaps of Marvin Harrison Jr. in Ohio State's spring game. Guaranteed, he might not even dress. And they're not going to return punts, I would think. <laughs> no, he's certainly uh, not going to do that. All right, let me ask you this. Top 10, I got this top 10 thing I got to do with you. Um, college coaches on the hot seat. Um, before I get to the college QBs that are returning, Um I don't know. I don't know if there's 10 college guys I can think of. I know you probably are. I got Jimbo as number one. Is yeah, is Venables on the list as a high up there? Or I mean, he's on the list because his seat is hot after last year, but he's not getting fired, right? It's two different conversations. Like, like you look at Mario Cristobal at Miami or Billy Napier at Florida. Like, their seat is very hot. Neither's getting fired this year, but their seat's fucking scorching. So... Like, who's going to get fired this year? I think Jimbo's prime candidate, number one. Um, Neil Brown at West Virginia. Je- uh, Jeff Halfley at Boston College. They're late enough in their tenure that if they don't show that they're going to, they're turning it around, 
they might get let go. Mel Tucker's another one. I mean, he got that huge, huge payday after year one, and they were awful last year. <clears throat> if they're awful again this year, that's one to keep an eye on for sure. So you think Gundy's in the mix? I don't know, man. He's he's been there so long and he's done so much. I yeah, I, I mean his his seat might warm up a bit, but they love him at, at Oklahoma State. They love him. Um, let me ask you this. Did Chip Kelly kind of clear waivers last year, or is he kind of on the list? No, I mean, he cooled his seat off a bunch. I mean, they, they've, they've been waiting for that turnaround, and now I think they're going to they're gonna give him the transition to the Big Ten. I mean, even if they have a, a bad year this year, they're going to let him transition to the Big Ten and then see what they got. And then if they need to, they'll pull the plug. Because you think about it, 2024, they're coming to the Big Ten. So you give him 2023, and if he if he has a decent year, they got to feel great about him him kind of leading the charge into the Big Ten. If they don't, then you got a situation where you're saying, all right, we could rip this Band-Aid off with all this momentum, joining the Big Ten and a new coach. That, that could be huge. So he he could get, the more I think about it, he could get fucked by circumstance. Like just had one flash in the pan year in 2022. If they don't do well this year, I could see him cutting bait and saying, fuck it, let's bring in a new coach and try to get the momentum of joining the Big Ten and a new new regime. That that could be fatal for him. His well, career that happened already almost. Like he was shitty for the last two or oh. three, and they were like, ah. Oh, and then they get a new AD from Boston College, and then the whole yeah. thing kind of saved him. Um, and then he has a good year, but like, does he go bad again for three? You know what I mean? That's the thing. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Hey, what's your TikTok, Zach? I got TikTok live right here. They're they're watching you. Coach so. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. No, it's Menace to Sports. Menace to the, the number two sports. Menace to Sports. Make sure you guys on TikTok, check him out. The best college football TikTok there is. Go check it out. Um, let me ask you this. Would you put Sark on there? Hot hot seat. I mean, yeah, it's warming up. I, I, I think, yeah, I mean, this is, I don't want to say a do or die year. This is that like year before the do or die year. Like he needs to, he needs to w- win the big 12. He's got to do something. Otherwise, they're going to make him just like clean house, like coordinator changes, all kinds of shit. And then I think it's DC already. Yeah. And and th- so if it doesn't work out, everyone's going to be looking at him like, all right, the DC was the problem. Well, that didn't fix anything. You're running the offense. So what do we just, we got to fire you, I guess. But I, I think this is his second to last year if he doesn't get it done. Let me ask you, uh, Miami, I can't wait to have my boy Steve Kim on tomorrow. He watches your show all the time. Mario Cristobal, after the bad year last year, they 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 got kids. They got kids this year. I guess they got it. They, their 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 list is climbing. Their signing class is uh is that just fluff? Uh, there's no way they fire him after year two. Uh, they no. know that place was a bad rebuild and it was upside down. Um, yeah. But he didn't look very good last year as a as a oh, true. They were, uh, they were awful. They didn't, didn't even go to a bowl game at Miami. Like, what is that? But yeah, they'll give him three years. I mean, this is going to be the year where you're going to find out like, all right, we, we get it. Defensive coordinator's gone. Josh, he fired his Josh Gaddis, the offensive coordinator. Like that was the problem, obviously publicly like made changes. And now it's like, all right, now you got your, your new, the guys that are going to fix it. I don't even know. Cause he hired those. He hired all those guys. It wasn't like he took over a program and retained Josh Gaddis. He brought him in from Michigan, but, um, if it's if they get the same product on the field, it's going to be over really quick. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, top 10. I got to do another top 10 with you. Quarterbacks returning. Um, I had this discussion the other day with uh, Steve Kim. 
Top 10, top 10 quarterbacks returning this year uh, for college. Obviously, Caleb won the Heisman, but uh, my boy Steve Kim likes uh, Drake May um, over him, um, thinks he's more NFL-ready. Now, if we just project projected NFL-ready guys, and I don't know if there's such thing anymore, Zach. I kind of yeah. don't believe in the NFL-ready thing anymore. Um, I, I can go project you as an NFL guy. I don't, I'm not going to ever say you're NFL ready. I don't think any no, of these guys no. are based on what college football has become. Uh, I don't think we teach underneath the center snap exchanges. I don't think we're really teaching the front. I don't think we're teaching a side adjust, who's hot, who's not, protections. I think they get in the NFL. They're used to carted in plays, tempo. In the NFL, yeah, they got to get a play in their helmet. They got to verbalize the play. I think these young cats that are super fucking athletic struggle in the league because of that transition. Um, Caleb won it all. I, I just have a I have a weird feeling that he's like the second coming to the mental midget. Um, Kyler. Kyler Murray. Uh, yeah. I don't know, man. I just I'm not a, I'm not a Lincoln Riley quarterback believer. Like no. his best quarterback, Jalen Hurts, and he and he inherited him after a year. Like none yeah. of the quarterbacks he's really got as a as a recruit has really worked out. Well, he's, yeah, he's never Spencer Rattler. Spencer Rattler was the first one that he that he recruited. Like he brought him in out of high school, and that didn't fucking go well. <laughs> and then Caleb, yeah. that Caleb Williams is the second. Caleb's but, the second one, so yeah. Um, if, if, if I if I look into it or like look at the list, it it, it literally is probably Drake May one, Caleb Williams two. Um, Sam Hartman at Notre Dame transferring from Wake Forest, probably. I had him at one. Yeah, I, I really like Sam Hartman. Sam Hartman. Um, I, I like Jordan Travis at Florida State. Michael Penix Jr. and Bo Nix both come back to Washington and Oregon. I think I don't know about NFL careers, but as, as far as top quarterbacks in college football, I think they're definitely w up there. Um, and then another guy that I kind of like is uh, great. Jaden Daniels. Where you put him at? Who? Jaden Daniels. I, I, he's he's probably on my list, lower on the list, nine or ten. But the one that no one really talks about is Grayson McCall at Coastal Carolina. He's he's had a ridiculous career, and he was he was my number one guy coming out of last year. I said, all right, he's definitely hitting the portal. And one of these big schools like Alabama, I thought would would go snag him, and he would be one of those guys that had a just a massive year last year at a big place. But he he elected to stay at Coastal, which I was shocked at. Um. I'm really good friends with Willie Fritz and that staff. Uh, my buddy, OC, and a couple coaches there. My, my QB was there uh, a while back. He tells me that they got a special one in this Michael Pratt kid. You know anything about him? I don't. I don't know anything about him. Um, he thinks he's going to be an NFL guy. Um, so they had a great year last year, beat USC uh, in a game that USC, I'm sure, did not want to be in. Um, you know how those go. I mean – Tulane could say they ran. They, they they're the best team in Louisiana last year. Uh, their uh, their quarterback could be interesting. I want to see how he does. But the quarterback's coming back in college. I don't know if I'm looking at him and I'm just like I haven't seen May enough. Um, yeah, the white May prime time ever. Correct us on the white May, not the black May. Um, <laughs> we we. I, I haven't seen him enough. Uh, I don't know, but I'm going to check him out th this year. But I don't know, man. I'm not really impressed either. This, like this draft coming up next in the next few weeks with the QBs that we know of, with with Bryce Young and, and, and Stroud and everybody and Will Levis and uh, Anthony Richardson and all these guys. Like if Anthony Richardson goes in the top three, like 
I have a real worry on where the NFL's headed. Well, I'm just going to fucking laugh my ass off when he's terrible and make fun of all the NFL fucking personnel people. And I'm going to, I'm going to get their names. I'm going to find out who the GM is, who the regional scout was. And I might just put them in the, I might paint them on this fucking mural and just put dumbass on their forehead because that's the fucking dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and Will Levis, if he goes to the Colts at three, when the Colts have had QB after QB after QB struggle, struggle, struggle. Um, and if they go get a rookie, that's really unproven and no, and, and that don't make a trade. Don't go after Lamar. Don't do something. Um, I'm with the media that's local in Indianapolis market, man. They, they're bashing, uh, Ursay. they're bashing the GM. They're like, what are you doing? You have no balls. Um, I don't know, man. I think Indianapolis would have to get in on the Lamar sweepstakes, but I haven't heard too much. I haven't heard shit. I don't think anyone's really interested in Lamar's money. No, I, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. I mean, I, I don't think Lamar's the answer, but they need an answer. And if it, their answer is Anthony Richardson, fuck, just go get Lamar. Like, I know. I know. I, 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 know. I, I was going to ask you, you wouldn't trade the one for Lamar? Because if Baltimore wants two yes. ones, there's half the battle. You got one right there. If if my answer is Anthony Richardson, I'm absolutely trading that pick and next year's one for Lamar. Because it, for just look at it. I mean, this kid went six and six right in a regular season at Florida, was inconsistent as hell. Lamar, compare compare Lamar's college take. If you had to pick the t- between the two, Lamar was ridiculous at Louisville, and, and he's a proven commodity in the NFL. He it translated. Like I'm not. He's not a great NFL quarterback. But he had success. And, yeah, he, he, he's he been injured, hasn't played a full season. All that's true. But Anthony Richardson, I don't see any reason to think he'll be successful in the NFL. Like, zero. I see a reason where Lamar might be. But Anthony Richardson, I've never seen anything where I say, that kid's got a real chance. It's like, yeah, he's got a real chance to give you a couple highlights. He doesn't have a real chance to fucking win consistently. Not in the NFL. Um, no. Fuck no. Before you get out of here, I got to ask you this this take right here. Uh, Carson Palmer came out and said, Joe Burrow's better than the Chiefs' Patrick Mahomes. He's more consistent. He's more accountable to run the system and play that's called. Uh, look, I'm a Carson guy. I'm a Jordan Palmer guy. They live out here. I've known them both a while. Jordan's been on the show. Uh, I've been saying this for a long time. But Mahomes has two. Burrow doesn't have one yet. Burrow was 3-0. and He's 3-1 and now versus uh, Mahomes. Um Obviously, they call it Burrowhead. So I, I retweeted that yesterday, um, and it's it, that fast. Like, I'm getting death threats in my DM from Kansas City Chiefs fans. Hey, Chiefs fans oh, love you. Comical. You, you might be the Chiefs fans' favorite show. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude. I should just dedicate a show to the Chiefs every week. You should. He, he, here's, it might be. He's not wrong. I know like, that, that's the problem here. He, but, but here's the guy though. Here's the thing that blow, blows me away. Just like I see you go back and forth with these guys. It's, it's Johnny Fredrickson from Alamosa, Texas, who has 13 followers, but he knows more than you, me and Carson fucking Palmer. Well, and that's what blows my mind because like, he's he, not wrong at all. Be, because he jerks off and comes into a Kansas city towel. Like, that's why. That's why exactly. he knows more. That's why exactly. he knows more. They got these blinders on. They do. They got these fucking red goggles. Like, every Homer team fan, fanboy, 
has their goggles on and you cannot tell them anything. You can't tell right. them shit. That, that, but that's the anybody that thinks Patrick Mahomes is a better just quarterback, not not a more successful, not right. one more Super Bowls, but just is a better quarterback than Joe yes. Burrow. Also thinks Jackson Mahomes is cute. So that's that's just the category I put him in. I'm like, all right, well, you you are fucking like you watch those TikToks. You're the reason why he gets views. No, they actually think Patrick Mahomes' girl's cute. Right, or that. Milk of Magnesia, I call her. From Rough. uh Rough. Don't be a menace while drinking your juice in the hood. Remember that movie? <laughs> uh, Milk of Magnesia. Um, uh, he's not wrong at all, Zach. I don't know. I, I he's not wrong. So I'm I'm rolling with Carson on this as well. Um, like if you watch the play, if that what he basically said in the interview is if you watch their two those two offenses play, Mahomes takes the play from Andy Reid. And less is like is less likely to execute the called play right. as it's designed, and ad lib to that play and make a play, and everyone's in awe. That's how I break him down. Like yep. he doesn't take the ball three steps. This is where you're supposed to go. If it's cloudy, you go here. No, no. he kept escapes the fucking left hand. He'll make a, a fucking freakish play. He's a he's a one read quarterback. Maybe gets to a second read every now and then, but and that's he, he literally is a check down. Yeah, he literally drops back. Shit, it's not there. Let me go make something happen. And you got to respect that a little bit. But when it comes to running an offense, you don't want that. Like you love that he has that ability. But how much better would he be if he went through the full progression and then if it sucked, then he made a play. But he doesn't. He goes through. His his first two reads, and if that shit isn't there, he's like in his head, like fuck it, it's it's my time to shine. I'm out of I'm out of this bitch. I'm gonna run around, do some sidearm shit, look this way, throw that way. I'm just gonna I'm gonna make magic happen. And it's it's like it's like the guy these idiots on TikTok. So since when is making a play a bad thing? You didn't because you didn't listen what the fuck we just said. That's why because you're not very smart on TikTok. Here's the thing, Zach. Like. They don't realize that Burrow takes the called play from the sideline into the game and executes the play at like 87%. Like, that means he hits the first read or he hits the second one or the third one's a check down on the back. He doesn't just, oh, fuck, because he knows he's not that guy. So he has to be smarter and be more mechanically sound like he is than probably anybody in the NFL since Tom Brady. I think he's as fluent in the pocket as any of them right now. Um I don't understand why people don't grasp that. But, again, I do understand why they don't. But the audacity, Zach, to me is like, dog, you don't know football on TikTok. Shut the fuck up. And I'm going to tell you what, JB, I watched I – watched, uh, so I, I, during the offseason, I break down just older college games. You know, there's no games to break down. And on Friday, I broke down LSU's offense against Clemson in the national championship and just watching Joe Burrow in college. And I, I know we see it in the NFL, but – Holy shit, this kid was unfucking real. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. And his daddy helped coach them. I mean, uh, what you got going today, man? You're you're on at nine uh or noon on the east coast, nine on the west. Yep. Just talking What's this weekend. What you got going this week? Uh well, all, all draft stuff, or are you starting to break down the draft or what? Uh we've broken down the draft a little bit. We'll talk a little bit about the draft, but we're also talking this is kind of the the spring ball is winding down for most places like Ohio state spring game is this coming Saturday. 
Um, so basically every day I go on to remind people that spring games are for fans, like stop fucking watching them and being like, we're going to be really good. It's like, yeah, you, that, that kid scored on a walk on and your best players aren't playing and they're not running their full offense. I just have to remind people every fucking day. Like this is not real. Like if you want to see what's real, go to their last scrimmage that no one's, no one's there for no fans, no media. They run the full offense. The star players play full scrimmage. That's when you find out what you got. I used to fucking, I used to get pissed as a coach. Like I'd have some backup wideout just go off in the spring game and they'll be like, this fucking receiver coach is an idiot. Why doesn't he play? Like, cause he's not as fucking good. What do you mean? Why? Like I, I used to hate that shit, man. We, oh my God. we play a scrimmage against fucking school of the blind and, and this wideout who's a red shirt has like 600 yards and everyone's like, coach, you need to play here. No, I don't. He's horrible. Right. And you fight against fucking school of the blind. Shut up. Yep. Uh, man, go follow Zach on everything. His Patreon as well. Get some betting tips. Plus on YouTube uh, daily, um, 9 a.m. on the Pacific, 12 noon on the East Coast. Check Menace 2 Sports uh, with the two, the number. Uh, don't spell it out. Um, check him out. And, uh, hey, man, I appreciate you, man. We're, uh, don't drink any Bud Light. No, fuck no. I'm done with Bud Light. And hey, fucking Nike. He shot all the motherfuckers with a Tech Nine or a KK. And, and, and Nike too. I'm fucking done with Nike too. Are they? Are they do it too? Fuck yeah! They, they had the, that dude prancing around in a sports bra trying to sell women's apparel. Really? A commercial? Yeah, they paid him. He's a, he's a, he, what? Are they, I don't know what the fuck you call him. Influencer ad what, whatever. Uh, uh, he, he got money from Nike to wear fucking sports bras. I'm out. What do you think about? What do you think about this one? Jesus Christ. Yes, yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, the only thing you need to be a man is a, is a real penis. That's it. You don't need I anything don't... else. Wait up, wait up. What, what the fuck are we doing? I don't need a penis to be a man. That's like saying, I don't need money to be a rich man. <laughs> I don't need money to be rich, to be wealthy. Like, what? No, yes, you, yes, you, you do. That's the one thing you need to be wealthy is money. I'm telling you, I can't. I'm diving deep in this show, dog. This you show, know what I'm do, JB? Up, man. you know what I'm gonna do? I, I want a new house, and I think I'm gonna buy a five million dollar house, and I'm gonna go to the bank and say I identify as a very as a billionaire. And if they say no, I'm fucking going off because they <laughs> they don't they don't respect what I identify as. Yes. Let's see, let's see how that works out. And I'm gonna sue them. Yeah. Then I'm gonna sue them for the house that they didn't let me get that I didn't qualify for. Because of inequitability. Yeah. How, how dare they financially appropriate me wrongly? <laughs> <laughs> You're not the right pronoun, bro. You don't have enough fucking zeros in your bank account. Nope. My pronouns are rich as shit. Now get in a fucking house. <laughs> uh, no shit. No shit. Hey, here. I'll leave you with this before I talk about it. Here's another one, though. Yes. She was canceled over here. This guy right here is nominated for the woman of the year. Think about Let that. that sink in. Like, they almost beat this one who's a real woman. I mean, although she looks a little bit like Will Levis, she is a woman. Hey, but you know damn. What? You know what? Her energy's hot, though. I, I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, but the dude is the woman <laughs> like, what the of the year. Of the year, the best one. Hey, let me ask I you this: Where are all the sexism? The people, the the feminists. Where are they at? 
Like the the best woman this entire year is actually a dude with a dick. Like where are the feminists at? You think they'd be outraged? How dare men try to do this and and suppress women? And where are they at? I, I don't know. It's I think they're the same people that were uh, not at the WNBA games. Well, that the reality is they were. Right. And reality is most of them probably are transgender men now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love calling them made up humans. That's what they are. Um, yeah. I, I don't know, man. We're at a, we're at like a slippery slope and, and, uh, the Bud Light lady came out and talked about why they went that way. Like the PR lady, she came out and was like, Oh, this is what we had to do because, uh, we just weren't getting young people to buy our drinks. I'm like, maybe your shit is garbage. Right. I don't understand. Like, now you have to go get a made-up human to be your spokesperson? And what what fucking young person is buying Bud Light because some fucking dude who wants to have titties is on it? Like, you got some 21-year-old? Like, oh, they they had that fucking chick with with a dick on there. (laughs) My favorite thing is... So I'm going to go buy it? You ever seen that? I think it's Ted, the movie Ted. There's there's no such thing as chicks with dicks, only dudes with boobs. Hey, yeah, that's what uh, Matt McChesney says that line all the time. He's like, he loves saying that shit. It's like, dog, you know what, though? I'm I'm just confused. All the women came out in in the beginning, remember? And now they're starting to come on our side because they're getting their jobs snatched. They're losing in swimming. They're losing in soccer and wrestling and MMA. And it's like, oh, now you need your oil changed, huh? Oh, yeah, right, right. You need to call the guy. I'm just like, it's about time the real men with dicks and the real women uh, with vaginas are stand together. Like, goddamn, I don't understand. I got this- one stipulation, though. I, my only, If we're going this route, and, you know, you and I aren't going to change that. So if this is where the country's going, I got one fucking rule. If you are a man that believes you're a woman and you're going to change over and become a whatever that's called, trans woman, I think that the price of admission is you got to get your cock chopped off. You have to. You can't keep your dick and prance around like this fucking Dylan Mulhaney or whatever. Keep your dick and Le- Leah Thomas and say, I'm, I'm a woman. It's like, well, you got a dick. I see it right there. There's a bulge in your bathing suit. Bullshit. If you're going to do it, you got to chop it off. Fuck you. Hold on, though. I got so much shit, Zach, since we're diving into this before you get out of here. Aspect of me doing a tampon partnership. I mean, it made the news. And then the tampon brands, they got real quiet um, and that's okay. Today, I'm gonna go hand out all of these extra tampons I have left so that no one can call me a tampon hoarder. Tampons that he has left. What, he put them in his asshole? <laughs> I just asked him yesterday, is he put them in his nostril or his asshole? What left? Like he used some, where did he use them on? What the fuck are we doing? <laughs> He used, like, if you or I used a tampon, what are we using it for? To clean up a mess? Like, I spilled my coffee? Hey, when I get canceled on YouTube, can I be co-host on your show? Absolutely. Come on over. If you What, you think that's not going to get us canceled, too? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do not get this shit. Like, dog, so wait up. This dude is the spokesperson for Bud Light and tampons now? And Nike. The same guy? Same guy. Wait, what is up with this guy? Who is this guy? Fuck, I don't know. He's a guy that celebrated one year as a woman, but he has a penis. And he has, I heard he has like 20 million followers on fucking. 
Dog, it's not. What's the most alarming part of the 20 million followers? The ones that actually think it's a good thing. I mean, I think a bunch of followers follow him just because it's like entertaining and a shit show. But the ones that follow him and think he's like progressive and 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 like like making an impact and it's like those are the pro- those people. I'm like, holy fuck, you're mentally ill too. You made me think on that because I was about to say the 20 million people that follow him are the problem. <laughs> yeah, but I think I mean I don't follow him, but I think if somebody follows him because they're like, this is a fucking shit show, I'm here for it. Because I kind of am. I think it's funny as shit that all these fucking people think this. And this guy's like, we're, we're celebrating this. I'm like, I mean, it's terrifying and it's it's disgusting. But if it's going to happen, I'm going to sit back with my dick, no tits, straight male, and just fucking enjoy how these fucking people have went off the reservation. I mean, like, look at this, dog. Like, outrage over accepting endorsements and moves that's insulting to biological females. You'll never experience having a period. She's exactly right. They're not exactly going right. to experience it. No. Are you never. putting up your fucking nose? No. It's it's like the fucking, the one guy, I don't even know his fucking name, was going off about what it's like to be a trans mother. It's like, bitch, you're a father. You're not a mother. You didn't push the fucking baby out of your vagina. You are a father. No matter what the fuck costume you dress in, like, you are not a mother. How dare you disrespect actual mothers? Like, the, if you ever watch childbirth, I'm not a mother. I could never be a mother. Fuck that. that hey, is, and, and I watched what? childbirth. My own daughter being born. My daughter was like 10 pounds, bro. Yeah, bro. And, and the highest level of respect for actual mothers. And, and I was some, like, dude, I love you coming out, but I don't know if I'll ever be able to go back in. <laughs> and guess what? It's a, uh, it's a human uh, miracle. Uh, you know it what? Is. It, it is. goes back to normal. Yeah, it's fucking wild. Hey, I, <laughs> I'm just telling you, dog, like, it goes back. Like, I, here's how we end it, Zach, and I'll let you go. I appreciate you coming on. Here's how we end this whole bullshit. Make it now. If you can give a chick a dick and a dude titties that actually produce milk, then there has to be a way that we can have a one of these made-up humans shoot out a baby through their pee hole. Yeah, I got it. Otherwise, don't they do that, Zach. Then they deserve to be a woman. I'm with you. That's it. And you know what? The the just the pure rigor of it, the pain, and uh, I think they'll want to act like you know what? Fuck, you gotta earn it. Wait the apple. Yeah, you you gotta earn it. (laughs) Hey man, I appreciate you, dog. I appreciate you. I'll see you next week. All right, later. Zach Smith, make sure you follow him on everything. Uh, oh, my God, man. What a day to start today. Pound the like button. Subscribe. Become a member. Uh, almost 500 people in here. Pound that like button. Uh, appreciate you. Uh, 13-year-old kid um, has died. One person died and nearly a dozen more were injured after the 13-year-old kid crashed into two other vehicles while leading police on a a chase in a stolen vehicle. This was in Los Angeles, by the way, in in California. Sorry, not Los Angeles, in California. Um, I want to know, who gave a 13-year-old the keys to the car? Who gave them the keys to the car and Somebody asked on the on my DMs, people were asking, what are we doing to the kid? 
Here's the take I got. <clears throat> I've seen these comments. Oh, they, he don't deserve to go to jail for too long. He's 13. But what should be the, the consequence? First of all, he needs to go to juvenile hall <clears throat> for a long time. <clears throat> Secondly, the parent, the mother, the father, the people that actually shouted him out of the womb and his dick need to be arrested immediately. That is it, period. Whether the dad's a no-show in his life or not, he needs to be arrested and the mother needs to be arrested. This will stop the fuckery. It will stop the bullshit. It will stop all this drama. We may not have 21 kids now, dad, and then disappear and be a fucking deadbeat lowlife. Maybe you won't have fucking 20 kids from 20 different baby mamas. Maybe the mama was fucking tell him to strap up or not fuck everybody and maybe not have 13 fucking kids out of wedlock. Maybe it'll stop the drama. But what do I know? I don't know shit. Maybe, maybe you throw them motherfuckers in jail for anything the kid does under the age of 18. You guys call them adolescents. You guys won't serve them as minors or as adults. You want to treat them as a minor unless it's some type of murder rap. Guess what? Motherfucker, man. The parents are adults. They need to be tried in this shit. The kids under 18, if they do anything, the father and the mother are purely accountable. When the kid turns 18, now it's on him. He's the accountable party. And the parents, you just failed again. And you got away. But under 18, parents. Start arresting these motherfuckers. That is how I you fix it. Period. That's just my per. That is how you fix it. Shit. I'm just telling you, dog. Shit, Josh. I'd have got my ass. Well, there wouldn't have been no. Hey, that's the difference, though, Josh. That is the difference, Josh. Kids ain't fearing their parents no more. Either they don't got a daddy to worry about or they just purely don't fear him as in letting him down or fear that ass whooping. Either one of them. They don't fear him no more. They just don't fear him no more. And that's the problem. That is the bottom line. They don't fear. The... See, that the thing about it is I would never have came home, Josh. I would have been so fucking frightened to go home that there's no way that I could have even possibly gone home there's no way uh, there's no way i would have went home i just there's no way nope not doing it could have did it no way i don't know can't do it ain't gonna be able to do it um yeah they don't fear shit man i'm just telling you um so i don't know uh john rom pga player actually comes back and beats the live golfer uh brooks kepka who chokes um brooks has four majors though see that's what people don't get brooks has four majors rom comes back pat perez tells me rom is the best ball striker of anybody in in golf um he stands by it he thinks rom will be the best golfer period uh for many years came back got him a green jacket tiger wobbles off in defeat uh plus nine he calls it quits and then he releases a statement um basically saying i'm disappointed to have the wd uh with his with withdrawal means withdrawal this morning due to uh, re, re aggravating my plantar fasciitis. 
Thank you to the fans and the masters who have shown me so much love and support. Good luck to the players today as he walks off. Um, I'm going to tell you real quick, real fast, all right? I'm going to tell you real quick, all right? Um, God damn, this dude's a fucking weirdo, man. How many accounts can somebody make at 6 in the morning? <laughs> like, this motherfucker just sits up and gets up with us in the morning to come on and make up accounts. Like, the embarrassment is unbelievable. Like, you got to be shitting me, dog. Like, who is this person? I would love to find the person and just do a show on him like Jeff Nadeau wants to do. Just follow this motherfucker and find who he is. Oh, man, it would be the number one rated show in American history. That's what I need to do. We need to get a show together and go find the motherfucking trolls that are on this. Like, who that guy is. Like, who's that guy? <laughs> um, God damn. It's unbelievable. Um, man, no doubt, Wido, no doubt. Uh, let me ask you this. Tiger walks off, uh, quits. Tiger's done. I just got to be honest. Stick a fork in Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods, I've had plantar fasciitis, okay? You don't walk like that. You don't walk like that. And then, I don't know if you've seen it, but Jason Day came out. Uh, I don't think I have that graphic. Jason Day came out and basically said, in the U.S. Open a few years ago, or the PGA or whatever, that he had a screw break through the skin, and that's why he couldn't play. And he was trying to play with a screw from his broken fibula and tibia and all this shit. Broke through the skin. Tiger has some serious issues. And uh, if his money couldn't get the best doctors to find out and fix him, um, I I feel bad for anyone else that has an injury like that because he's got the best of the best. And so this is the thing. He's chasing this 18th major and wanting to beat Jack Nicklaus. And... I don't think that he really realizes that you look horrible. You look bad. You look even worse. And I, and I think that he's chasing the 18th major out of pure embarrassment. He feels embarrassed, and he has to keep showing up to these majors to show that he's not the fuck-up that everyone knows he is. But there's excuse makers. A lot of you fucks will still make excuses for excuses. You give him a pass. You give him a pass. Oh, man, Tiger made a mistake. Yeah, he's made like 50,000 of them. Like, of major ones. Major ones. Not just like, oh, you know what? He got he got caught, you know. He snorted coke one day and then drove off the fucking cliff. If that was the only thing, all right. You judge him for that. Okay, whatever. He was partying. But he's done how many fucking criminal things that he gets pass after pass after pass for? I feel no pity for Tiger Woods, a.k.a. Weiger Woods. I feel no pity for him whatsoever. Whatsoever. I feel no pity. So 
the bottom line is, the bottom line is, dog, I don't have no, I don't care. I don't want, I don't feel pity for you. You brought this upon yourself. You brought this upon yourself. I don't care if you're the best ball striker and the best shot maker and creator and big time putter and all that. You may be the most talented golfer ever, but you're not going to break Jack Nicholas's record. You're not going to get it done. You career is done. Stop trying. You look worse trying. You just got to go off in the sunset, dog. Get the fuck out. Go. Get out of here. Go and get away. Period. And he'll always be able to go to back to the Masters and play. But, dog, go away for a few years. Come back at 50 and try to win it like Mickelson did yesterday. Mickelson shot great. Best round under uh, for a 50 and older player. Great job, whatever. Another weirdo fuck. But what do I know? Um, the Wolves are imploding uh, right before their game versus the Lakers. The, world, the Wolves are absolutely imploding. They are absolutely imploding. Um, they get into a fight. Uh, Ruby, Rudy Gobert, man, I don't know. Like, he's had shitbird act after shitbird act after shitbird act. And this guy makes more accounts than anyone. <laughs> um, all we can do is block him, dog. I don't got time for him. Um, dog, this guy continues to do shitbird act after shitbird act. And it's like, fuck, it blows my mind. Right before the plan. So let me explain my version of the NBA plan. All right, here, here as it goes. Here as it goes, how JB style. So it used to be one through eight, right? One played eight, two played seven, three played six, four played five. Now, JB's version, trying to break this down. So. One through six get in the playoffs. Seven and eight, nine and ten get a play in. If seven wins, they go and play the two seed. If the they lose one game, they get to play the loser of the ten versus nine seed. And if they win that one, they get to go back up and play the seven seed. And then. I think if they lose that one, I think then they're finally eliminated. And then the seven seed gets a consolation. They get to go back and play the 10 seed who beat the nine seed twice after they lost the first one. But then they got to play a second 10 seed game against the seven seed who beat the eight. And then they lose against the eight. And then the eight's back in the motherfucking playoffs because they got to beat the seven seed the second time they got stayed alive, and then the seventh seed now gets to go play the nine who finally beat the 10th seed for the second time because they lost the first time to the 10th seed, which knocked them down. So then they had to go back and get to play the seven who lost to Minnesota, which is the eight. And then the eight gets to play a second game, a consolation game. So then the eighth seed gets to go play the fucking sixth seed that got in, Golden State Warriors. They're in this fucking thing. So they're the sixth seed now, and they'll get to play 
Holy fuck, homie. Are you shitting me? Who the fuck made up this shit? Homie, does, I mean, you got to be shitting me. Who the fuck wants to give everyone a fucking trophy? Like, are you shitting me? Everybody fucking deserves a trophy. Let's give everyone a fucking chance. Not only one chance, a fucking another chance. So you're telling me if the Lakers win tomorrow, the seventh seed, they can they go on. They go on. If they lose tomorrow, correct me if I'm wrong here. If the Lakers lose tomorrow, they still are in it. They get to play the winner of the 9 and 10 seed game. And then if they win that game, they're back in the winner's circle and they get to play the winner of the 8 that played the 10, I guess. I fucking don't know. I don't know. I don't care. I don't I'm not going to watch it. It's unfucking believable. Uh I don't know, man. It's unfucking believable. It's 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 incredibly uh, hard to watch, hard to follow. It's so completely soft. It's a fucking 20-minute review for any little foul. I mean, we're talking about a hangnail. It's a fucking review. Uh, uh, let's see. Flagrant one, success. He farted on him, and we heard it. He has a flagrant one. Oh, shit. Let's see. He sharted. That's a shit and a fart mixed. He's flagrant two. You're out. And, by the way, you cut him with your nail on the way down from the fart, and that is an automatic suspension for two games. Dog, I don't want to see a 10-minute review for a fucking common foul. Everything's a fucking flagrant. Like, ah, it's hard to watch. I can't do it. Um, I don't know, man. And then the, the, and then the fucking kid for the, for, the, for the Timberwolves breaks his hand. Breaks his hand on the fucking wall on the way out. Punches his hand on the way out. This is what's going on. I don't know if you've heard the audio that got leaked. The audio got leaked. Um, The audio got leaked from the locker room of the Minnesota team. And here, take a listen. So that was Anderson um, talking about Rudy Gobert gets his ass kissed. And so that's how it always is. That's how it always is. Um, Not one NBA player can fight. Not one. And they never have been able to. They never have been able to humble. Um, All you guys that aren't members, become one today. If you're not a member of the Discord, come on over to Slap Nation. And Patreon, make sure you become a member of Patreon. Sean Salisbury and I start Last Chance Q back today. Um, We're going to get into what doing it live on Patreon for all the Patreon members. We will do Last Chance Q, breaking down the NFL draft, the mock draft, JB and Sean Salisbury style, starting today. We will do our own mock draft from here on out all the way through the draft, and we're going to compare that versus 
the ESPN and all these NFL Network guys, we're going to compare our draft to their draft. So um, make sure you come on over to our Patreon, and there's all these other things that are available on Patreon, plus all these untapped content. Um, we're going to make Patreon huge, and that Patreon, we're going to take that, uh, the earnings from Patreon, the revenue that you guys are allowing us to have, we're going to put back into this show so we can hire a few guys to help blow this thing up. So make sure you guys are helping that cause. I appreciate it. None of that money goes in my fucking pocket. Trust me. I'm trying to get this thing to blow up the show. So I appreciate you. Um, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I'm confused on all this shit. The Clippers get into a fight yesterday, but... But what is going on with the Timberwolves? Just right here with he-, um, he hits himself, breaks his hand um, like a fucking child, right? He's a child. See, that's what I told you guys. I've been telling you guys for how long? Did I, I've been telling you guys for how long? How long have I been telling you guys? These cats don't care, dog. They don't care about shit. They don't care about shit. They are the most selfish individuals you've ever seen. These cats don't care about nobody else. They care about the big bag. Why do you think OBJ signed with the Ravens over the Jets? So let's just make a business decision here. Let's think Let's think with like a fifth grade brain. All right. Here's a fifth grader. Lamar Jackson, uh, he doesn't really throw the ball to those wide receivers. I don't know if I really would go there. Jets. Oh, the Jets will take me? Really? They'll pay me six mil, but you know what? I get to play with Aaron Rodgers. I might resurrect my career. I might be able to get the ball, become a pro Bowl, and then I can get $20 million for a few years as I exit and, and, and leave this NFL. Or I'm going to become the next Josh Gordon, and I'm going to be in the XFL. But I got the $15 million bag. Dog, these cats don't care about winning. If OBJ cared about winning, he would have went to the Jets. I mean, can you fight me on it? Please, please, please argue with that. Please argue. Does OBJ know something we don't? Does OBJ think that Aaron Rodgers ain't going to the Jets? Maybe. Don't don't start talking before you know facts. Does OBJ know that Lamar's not coming back? Maybe that's why he signed? There's a lot of scenarios going on right now. There's a lot of different scenarios out there. So let those all sink in. There's a lot of scenarios out there that could be misconstrued, right? Misconstrued scenarios. Make sure you understand. Let's wait until all the facts come out. Does Lamar go back? Does Lamar leave? Does Aaron Rodgers not go to the Jets? Maybe OBJ didn't want to go because he knows that he's not going to the Jets. That's why it's taken so long. Maybe he didn't want to play with Kyler Murray. Here's the thing. I can't see OBJ wanting to go with what I would consider a better passer, even though he's shitty, Kyler Murray, over a really, 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 really inconsistent thrower in Lamar Jackson. I would take the Kyler Murray's horrible mental midget ass that can spin it a little better over Lamar Jackson, who is very inconsistent as a thrower. 
and probably we're going to run the football more than throw it. So I would have probably chose Arizona. So when OBJ turned down Arizona, I'm thinking, okay, he's jet bound. Aaron Rodgers, he knows where he needs to be. He's similar to a Stafford. He needs to be with a passer. He's never really had an elite quarterback throw him the football besides Matthew Stafford, to be honest. He hasn't really had anybody that has been elite throw him the football besides Matthew Stafford. So I would have loved to see him with Aaron Rodgers, even though I think he is a uh, little bit over the hill. So that's kind of where I'm at with it. I don't, I don't know. That's just what I think. But we'll see. We'll see what, what happens here. Um, but to my point with the Edwards thing, this Edwards thing breaking his hand, um, he don't care about the team. He don't care about winning. He don't care about that he's in a plane against the Lakers. He doesn't care. He has no thought about caring about any of that. It's all selfish. Me, me, me. Gimme, gimme, gimme. More, more, more. He ain't giving shit. He ain't sacrificing shit. He's not there for the betterment of the team, the organization, etc. Now, if you want to flip coin the thing and say, well, it's a good old boy network. The cats don't really care about me either as a player. So fuck them. That is why we have a problem with hierarchy. There is a player-driven league. That's why this is a player-driven league. We give the keys to the car to these kids and give them an absorbent amount of money, and then they go around and do that. See, if I in my contract, it should have stated, if you do anything that self-harm, self-harm, if you commit self-harm, meaning Jet skis, boat, uh, skiing down fucking Mount Everest, uh, jump, uh, jumping out of a hot air balloon, fucking, uh, I don't know, fucking with no rubber for the all I care. If you do any of these acts, you're automatically suspended without pay. Like Tatis or whatever his name was in, 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 in San Diego with the Padres. Like, how many fucking things does he have to do? He's suspended for PEDs. He fucking had a boating accident. I mean, it used to be in contracts, but now we're player-driven, so we take it out of contracts to appease the player. When back in the day, that written in the contract would have scared you. It would have scared you out of doing dumb shit like Edwards just did by hitting the wall and breaking his hand before the fucking playing game between the Lakers tomorrow. Like, that is where I'm confused at. I don't understand. I don't get it. Like, I don't understand. Uh, J.D. McDaniels, I'm sorry. I keep saying Edwards. Um, J.D. McDaniels. Um, yeah, we got guys faking everybody. This guy fakes everybody's name. It's unbelievable. Um, I don't know, man. That's just my rant. That's my daily rant. Like, we don't care. So why, if you don't care? See, it's like, I, I just can't get fucked, man. I, I can't. You can't fuck me and then smile in, in my fucking face and tell me how good of a fucking job I did. I'm just telling you. 
you got to be able to give me something back. If I'm going to give you all this money and give you the keys to the car, then you need to reciprocate. You need to give back. You need to give me something in return. And that something needs to be, number one, availability. You have to give me availability, number one. I have to have you available. Got to be, number one. Zion Williamson is not available. So I called him a bust. I called Zion Williamson a bust. It is what it is. I called him a bust. Um, Ryan Leaf got mad at me because I said he, he he did drugs and was a bust. Listen, I, I wrote that horribly, by the way. I didn't I didn't apologize because I, I meant what I said. But I didn't mean it in the way that he thought I meant it. Um, I don't really give a fuck either. But at the same time, I, I, I hit him up and told him, hey, listen, that wasn't a personal attack on you, even though I really don't give a fuck. But what I meant was guys that get Lynn Bias dies of an overdose. Lynn Bias died of an overdose. I'm sorry. Lynn Bias is a bust. Lynn Bias was a bust. He's a bust. Um, Ryan Leaf was a bust. I don't care what the reason was. What I'm saying is you are a bust. Dwayne Haskins, unfortunate as his situation ended on this earth, was a bust. But see, a lot of you don't grasp that concept. You can't take the truth away from your feelings. Oh, no, coach, you can't say that. You cannot say the truth. Even though we all know it's the truth, you can't say that. It's too mean to society. Dwayne Haskins wasn't walking down the street drunk or anything or or on some type of drug and he got ran over. You can't say that shit. No, the truth is he he tragically died and was ran over. No, it's not the truth. (laughs) That's what I don't get. But the truth hurts your feelings. You can't take away the truth from your personal feelings because someone that was a Commander fan or a Ohio State fan who liked Dwayne Haskins, it can't be. It can't be, Coach. You're lying. You're a ru- you're an asshole. You're the devil. I'm just telling you what happened. <laughs> That's that just what happened. I'm sorry. I didn't make it up. I didn't make it up. I'm just telling you what actually happened. Literally what happened. I'm not making it up. But yet, I'm an asshole. Because I told you the truth? Wait, I'm confused. Time out. I'm the asshole because I told you the truth. All right, makes sense. (laughs) See, you can't fucking, you can't segregate the two. You can't stop, you can't. You can't possibly separate, I'm sorry, the two. You can't separate them. Like, you have these blinders on. It fucking blows my mind. That is where the hate comes from. I'm not the one hating. I'm the one telling you the truth. But you hate guys like me because I tell you the truth. I mean, that just is what it is. Leah Thomas is in the chat. Um... This motherfucker's made nine accounts today, fellas. We should all clap it up for him. 
seriously, we should clap it up for Leah Thomas in the room. He's been uh, he's been Jeff Nadu twice. He's been Coach Brown, Malik Henry. He's been Leah Thomas. He's been Zach Smith. He's been um, he's been Eric with the ranch. Derek, uh, man, clap it up. Shit, I can't say nothing now. I mean, fuck. I, hey, I talk to you guys about hustle all the time. Them motherfuckers out there hustling. Um, <laughs> them motherfuckers out there hustling. Um, I don't know whoever he is, dog. I'm pretty positive. I must have either fucked his girl, his mom, took his mom from the prom. I don't know what I did. Uh, I did something. Because uh, what other human would do that? What other human would do that? What human would take out his time, day of this much time, to make an account nine times? Yeah, Jaden McDaniels, Alex. I'm sorry, I corrected myself earlier. Um, become a member, all you guys that aren't one. Pound the like button, subscribe. Let's get 500 likes in here. We got 500 people. Let's get 500 likes. Uh, appreciate you. Um, man, I don't know. I was on this. You know, I was on my ad lib rant. Um, these cats don't care and you can't just you can't separate the truth. I don't get it. Um, here's a little news for you. The, 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 the Patriots, the Patriots locker room has started up some drama. The Patriots locker room is going crazy and the Patriots want Bailey Zappi to start over Mac Jones. Um, Damn. So you wonder why Belichick was trying to trade Mac Jones. Makes sense now. Now the locker room's coming forth and saying we want Zappy over Mac Jones. I'm curious to, to wonder, I wonder why that is. And uh, I told you I like Zappy. I've been telling you that for a while on this show. When he came in, I thought he was better. I thought he was better suited for that team with no real threats on the perimeter. Their O-line was suspect. They didn't really have a running game. I thought Zappy was better. Now the locker room wants Bailey Zappy. And it's crazy that they're not saying we want to trade Mac Jones. We want a new quarterback. They're saying we want Bailey Zappy. He's already on our roster. And interesting, interesting take. Um, I'm not mad at it. I think Zappy's good. I, I'm just curious on what direction the Patriots are going. Um, they weren't in on the Lamar sweepstakes. They're not in on any of these other guys. I'm curious what they do in the draft. I'm curious what they make before the draft. I'm curious on what moves they make. Belichick always makes some type of move, a splash move, if not multiple moves. And now this is breaking from the locker room. Zappy wants to be the quarterback. The players want Zappy to be the quarterback. What happens then if you have a disgruntled locker room because of the quarterback play of Mac Jones and they want him replaced? What do you do? Do you cut bait and get rid of Mac Jones, trade him now while his name is still somewhat lukewarm? Or do you hold him on your locker room in your locker and keep having an issue? I, I don't know, man. It's a it's an interesting one. That is a very, very interesting one. Um, 
I'm curious. I'm very curious as to what you think about that one. Um, I don't know. I'm curious. Um, yeah. The Browns say they're not bringing Kareem Hunt back. They believe he is slipping in terms of his speed. Um, do I have that? I don't see that graphic. Um, they're saying they're slip. He's slipping. I I think Kareem Hunt is slipping somewhat. Um, I do think he's slipping. I don't think that. I thought they should have got rid of him when they could because there were some teams that could have took him at the trade deadline last year. There was teams that could have took Kareem Hunt at the trade deadline. And they didn't try to push him. And now they're going to try to get rid of him. Um, I think Kareem Hunt's probably a third down back at best. I wouldn't have him on my roster. He's a shitbird. So I, I'm not going to have – so you know I always say there's addition by subtraction. There's also subtraction by addition. There's also subtraction by addition. And uh, that is what Kyrie Irving is in Dallas. And the Dallas Mavericks are being investigated for basically throwing the game, throwing the season. So how are you on the last game of the season in a possible playoff hunt and win the game and you're in the play-in and you don't play Luka for more than a quarter, Kyrie don't play, you don't play anybody. I'm very confused. Now, that loss put them in the top 10 for the lotto. It put them in the hunt to get the best player in the draft, they all think, the Euro kid. Is that how we've, is that what we've come to? We've come to this soft-ass mentality of fucking just, Here's my take on this, all right? I'm going to be blunt and honest. You fucked the Dallas fan base. You fucked the city of Dallas, Fort Worth. You fucked that area. You fucked Dallas, Fort Worth, the state of Texas, the franchise, the Dallas Mavericks who have won a title. You have fucked the Dirk and the Whiskeys and the, and the Finleys of the world. Um, and you have zero, zero, zero care. You don't care. You have no accountability. Mark Cuban, if did not know, should have fired Jason Kidd on the spot. If he did know and was his part of doing, then... Mark Cuban should be fined millions of dollars and should have to forfeit his pick to make a fucking statement. If he did it as the owner, then I would make him forfeit his pick, find the fuck out of him, and make their fucking franchise fall back three years and then force Luca to demand a trade like his bitch ass will do, like all these other fucks do. And... That is where, that's what I would do. Now, let's talk about the other side of the house. Where are the fucking players? Where are the players? Let me ask you something, dog. 
I got to be real with all the real ones in the chat, all the OGs in the chat, all the real motherfuckers in the chat. Let me ask you, would you have sat there with your finger in your ass in the locker room and the Jason kid walks in and says, listen, I know we win we're in the playoffs, but listen, we're going to tank this one. What? Yeah, we're going to tank this one. Here's the difference. This is what I really think happened. Hey, we're gonna, we're gonna, we've made an organizational decision. We're going to tank this. We appreciate everybody's effort this year. I know you guys got paid millions of dollars for not making the playoffs, because uh, we're in a mediocre world. Mediocrity is a new excellence. But guess what, coach, Mr. Cuban thinks that this is the best thing for the organization. Uh, I'll still be your coach because he's allowing me to be. But we're not gonna play Luca. We're not gonna play Kyrie. We're not gonna play any of you guys. Not that you really wanted to play anyway. But we just want to not going to play you guys. You okay with that? Here's what happened in the locker room. Oh, fuck it. Hell yeah. I'm about to go to Dubai this week. I'm going to go chill with the old lady. I'm going to take the kids on an early vacation. Fuck it. Here's what would have happened in the 80s, 90s, early 2000s if you would have walked into a anyone's locker. I mean, anyone. KG fucking... Bird, Magic, Kobe, Michael, Barkley, Malone, Stockton. You imagine walking in and telling Carl Malone and Stockton, hey, man, I know we got to win this game, but we're going to fucking tank. They'd have been like, fuck out of here. Get your motherfucking ass. They would have pulled a straight-up Friday Night Lights. Or not Friday Night Lights. They would have pulled a goddamn uh, Varsity Blues. Bud Kilmer would have been fucking booted out of the locker by the players. Jerry Sloan would have been booted out of the fucking locker by the fucking players if that would have ever happened. And the owner at the time would have been fucking selling the team because there's no fucking way that you would have going to walk in and tell a bunch of these guys, hey, dog, you're going to tank tonight. You're not going to play. You're not going to play. You're not going to play. We're going to play the young guys. So wait up. Now, here's my generation and me as a coach. We're walking in. All on the line, dog. Drop your fucking nuts. Win and get in. Lose and go home. What the fuck we going to do? Hell yeah, let's roll, coach. Let's go get this motherfucker. Where are the players saying that? I don't care that Mark Cuban and Jason Kidd told you this. I want to know why there's no fight back. Why I haven't seen nobody in the fucking media. What are they going to do? Suspend you from the league? They're going to blackball you from the league? Maybe. But if somebody came forward and said, you know what, man? Fuck this, dog. I want to play. I am paid to play. I want to play all the games. Like Mikel Bridges. Even though they checked him in, I guarantee you that was an organizational thing. They put him in for four seconds. They checked him out, but his, his streak lived. He didn't want to not play. I guarantee you, he didn't want he wanted to play. So why is it somebody, anybody? Coming out on the Dallas Mavericks and tweeting and saying, man, this is bullshit. We were told we can't play and we don't want to play and fuck it. We're going to tank. I don't want to play for no fucking organization like this. Where is that guy? What hurts me is the core foundation, the actual bodies on the court, on the football field that say, man, why the quarterbacks, for instance, in the NFL, man, why can't I get hit? This is the game I signed up for. I'm okay with getting hit, NFL. Let me get hit. I don't like the rule. 
Tom Brady was the one that said it. He actually was the only one that came out and said it. If the players who you've made this game about, player empowerment, are so valuable, then start believing in what they say. If they were to come out and say, hey, man, I don't like being a pussy. <laughs> like, I want to play all the games, NBA, Adam Silver. I want to play all the fucking games. I don't want to tank so that the 13-year-old kids that are out here still in cars and shit look at me and say, oh, man, this motherfucker, he don't play anyway, making millions. I need to go get my bag, too. I got to go get a quick hustle and grab and smash and grab, too. Since these motherfuckers are smashing and grabbing, all my idols like Kyrie Irving are smashing and grabbing. What do you mean, coach? Shit, they're just fucking getting the money in without having to do anything. Just same as me. I'm going to go in and rob all the candy stores and run out. Nobody's gonna, nothing's going to happen to me. I'm going to get what I want for free. Same with Kyrie. Same with Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons and Zion Williamson are both bust. Fight me. They're both bust. They're both bust. Who's the bigger one? That's a fucking debate that we can have for fucking six days. I can't wait to talk to Steve Kim about that shit tomorrow. Who's the bigger bust? Ben Simmons or Zion Williamson? Here's the thing about it. Um, see, people talk about injury versus bust. Nah, coach, he's injured. There's a difference. Not really. See, not when you really look at it. Because what I look at is Zion Williamson is bloomed up to 300-plus pounds. He has a fucking horrible work ethic from everything that I've heard. Now, I, I could be totally wrong. This is what I heard. Allegedly, he's lazy, right? That's the common denominator out there. That's the narrative out there. He's lazy. If any of those things were true about Zion, then Zion is a bust. Greg Oden got hurt, coach. He's an injury-prone guy. He's not a bust. He just had injury-prone. Really. So let me ask you guys. In 10 years from now, are you going to say Zion Williamson was a bust? Or are you going to say Zion Williamson was a hurt? <laughs> is Zion Williamson hurt? Or is he a bust? Like, wait, which one is it? What are you going to say in 10 years? Like, that is what I want to know. What are you going to say in 10 years? You're not going to say, man, Kyrie Irving. I mean, Zion Williamson was a was a, was an injury-prone guy. He was a hell of a fucking player. He was just injury-prone. You're not going to make it into a sentence, dog. You're going to say Zion Williamson was a bust and keep it pushing. Greg Oden was a bust. Ryan Leaf was a bust. You're going to keep it pushing. You're going to keep going. You're going to keep saying. There is no explanation as to why they were a bust. Harold Miner, man, he was just injury prone, man. He just couldn't get it done. Reggie Bush, in all, in, in, the, in the full scope of things, Reggie Bush was a bust. Maybe the best college football player ever to walk and then was a, Below subpar. He was below average in the NFL. Zion Williamson was a fucking number one pick. I don't care what happens to you. If you're the number one pick, you're a bust. 
you're a bust. Period. Jay Williams, bust. Motorcycle accident, dog. Oh, well. Are you not a bust? Are you going to say, Brian Martinez, are you saying that you're going to tell me a story in 10 years? Man, there was this guy, Jason Williams, man. You know what? He came out of Duke. Oh, yeah. He was a bust. No, 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 no. He was a he was a fucking he got injured dog on a motorcycle accident. He was going down the freeway and he fucking fell and got hit, clipped, and he was doing some crazy shit and he got clipped and he flipped and he broke his leg in like three spots. And fu- I don't want to hear that fucking bullshit story, homie. He's a bust. Period. That motherfucker's a bust. Greg Oden's a bust. Ryan Leaf's a bust. We don't want to hear that he was a cokehead or a fentanyl or a fucking drug addict or a fucking uh, pain pill addict. He was a bust. I don't have time to tell you the whole fucking backstory. He was a bust. Dwayne Haskins was a bust. He didn't perform in the NFL. Everyone thought he was going to be big time. He fucking busted his career and his life. He's a bust. He's a bust in life and in his career. I mean, you know what? Ryan Leaf at least has bounced back somewhat. Somewhat. Uh, he got a job at Texas A&M Kingsville or Commerce, I believe. He was at Commerce. I don't know where he was. Then he got booted out of there for drugs. And then he's on rehab. And then he got on a show. Now he's on a show, I believe. Um, so he's somewhat bounced back. He's actually at least relevant again with his career and I give him credit for trying to become relevant again and fixing whatever he had. But again, that's a choice. You made a choice to do that. I, you know, I don't, I don't have sympathy, dog. I was raised by a dope dealer. I was raised in the precipice of the dope game. I could have easily been a dope head. I don't have sympathy for you. I don't want to hear your fucking excuses. You wasted your talent. There ain't nothing worse than a waste of talent. Period. It is real talk. I don't care about all your fucking excuses. You fucking made the choice. I don't care. And you continue to get more opportunities than a guy like myself who has been there and done nothing but great things for all the players I've ever touched. And guess what? I never fucking crackheaded out, dope-headed out, smoked myself out. I never fucking did any of that shit to jeopardize that. You saw me on a show, since you want to come on Twitter and talk shit, you saw me on a show, and now you're judging me on a show, but I can't judge you for being a bust? Wait up, time out. Which what part of the life is this? <laughs> now we're all fucking supposed to feel sorry for you, Ryan Leaf? That ain't how this thing works, homie. Come on the show and debate it. I know a lot too. But it is what it is. Um, It is what it is. That's what it is. It goes down like that. It goes down like that. Um, That is how this thing works. That is how shit works. That is the real thing. RG3 is a bust. RG3 is a bust. Is RG3 not a bust? I mean, let's be honest. Is he not a bust? Dog. You can't sit here and tell me that all these people in the media who called Kwame Brown a bust, like Stephen A and everybody, why aren't they calling Zion a bust? So Zion gets a pass. He played college. 
He was older coming into the league than Kwame Brown was. Kwame Brown came in at 17. Is Kwame a bus? Yeah. He falls under my bus category. But he played. And I, I, I like what Kwame says. I like how he comes after these motherfuckers. But by definition, JB's definition, he's a bust. You may not like it. I get it. But you're a bust. Just like all these others are. But you can't call a spade a spade, not call a spade a spade. Here it is. Bottom line is you fucking, if you're a 17-year-old right out of high school and you're going to judge him for all his mishaps and failures. How the fuck aren't you judging a guy that went to Duke under arguably one of the greatest college basketball coaches of all time who got a huge shoe deal, the number one pick, who's a fucking Le- LeBron James of everybody, even a more freakish athlete, some people thought, and now he's not a bust? No, he's absolutely a bust. Zion is a bust. And I'll go further. If John Morant gets cracked again, and John Morant does dumb shit again. And he does some stupid shit and gets booted. And he's no longer in the league. And he's either fucking dead or buried or in jail. He's a bust. John Morant will come down as a bust. Period. So, see, a lot of you can't understand that, though. You're going to give me some long out, drawn out fucking explanation as to why he's not in the league. No, man, John Morant just had a lot of mental health issues. And you know what? He just hung around the wrong circle and he couldn't get out of his own way. He wasn't a bust, though, coach. He was great. No, he's a fucking bust. (laughs) Like, that's what you don't get. I don't care about your fucking excuse. You're either a bust or you make it. Now. Let's go middle of the pack. Would you call, let's go in the middle of the pack type of guys, okay? There's guys that are playing in the league for a long, long time. Um, Jamal, Jamal Crawford, he's not a bust. Jamal Crawford wasn't Kyrie, wasn't Kobe, wasn't somebody like that. He might have the sickest crossover of all time. But he's not a bust, but he played a long time, and he was a journeyman in the NBA. He played for multiple teams. He played for a long time in the NBA. He's not a bust. He's just a middle-of-the-road journeyman role player. Jamal Crawford was a sixth man of the year. He came off the bench. He did great things. He's not a superstar. He's not a perennial uh, all-star, but he's not a bust. Jamal played a long time. He did a lot of good things. He's not a bust. A bust is somebody that got drafted in the league, coach NFL high school or NFL or, or uh, NBA, and failed. That's a bust. I don't care what your reasoning is. That is why I define it as a bust. There ain't no fucking excuse. Jason Williams crashes my motorcycle. Coach, he could have been. He could have been. Would have been. Should have been. I, you know, I, I, I would have been drunk this morning if I would have started drinking at fucking three. Like, I, it blows my mind how many excuses we make for fucking excuses of these fucking prima donnas. <laughs> blows my mind. <sighs> JJ Reddick's not a bust. J.J. Redick was never like this big-time guy. 
You know who's a bust? Christian Leitner. Christian Leitner is a bust. And J.J. Redick wasn't nowhere near the highly proclaimed player that Christian Leitner was coming out of college. Like, Cherokee Parks, if you remember that name. Eric Meeks, all Southern California guys I got to play against in high school and got to see. Keith Van Horn. There's a lot of players that got drafted early in those drafts with Ed O'Bannon and all those guys. Ed O'Bannon was a bust. I love Ed, o Ed to death and Charles and the whole family went to high school together. Ed got hurt in a pickup basketball game at UCLA dunking on NBA players. Ed O'Bannon was the single best high school basketball player I've ever seen in my life. Dick Vitale said that, and I think he still says it. Ed O'Bannon, you guys may not have ever seen him, don't know anything about him. He won the national title at UCLA. Um in 95, that was really the last time you saw how good he was, and he wasn't even close to being as good as we thought. Like, he lit up Chris Weber at Michigan, had like 20 at half on Chris Weber. They could not stop him. The UCLA choked the second half off to the Fab Five and gave up that game. But you saw glimpses of what he was. Ed O'Bannon was by far the best basketball player in his generation that I, for surely that I ever saw, and he got hurt. Slipped on Don McClain, dunking on A.C. Green at UCLA, and he was going to UNLV, and he was one of the Tarkanian signees at UNLV. He would have been on a fucking unbelievable team that year. He would have been on that team the next year with Anderson Hunt and Moses Scurry and and uh, all those. He would have been on that 91 UNLV team, uh, the 90 team that won Ed's senior year in high school. Ed was signing to UNLV. UNLV would have been even more loaded with him and the addition of Sean Tarver. Uh, they both signed together. Then Sean Tarver ended up going to UCLA with Ed O'Bannon. After the injury, UCLA, Ed O'Bannon reneged and bounced out and went to UCLA a year later. So Ed O'Bannon is responsible for the NIL that you now know it, by the way, if you don't know who Ed O'Bannon is. So he's the best player, but he's a bust. He's known for dunking on Sean Bradley seven times in a game. <laughs> like Sean Bradley, seven foot seven ass. Ed O'Bannon dunked on him every time they played. That's all Ed is known for. Ed did not do much. He had a short-lived NBA career. I think he played three, four, five years, maybe. I don't know. Charles O'Bannon, bust. Charles O'Bannon, first-round pick. Uh, love him to death. Athletic freak, bust. Played for the Pistons with Grant Hill. Um, early on, he played uh, played for a few teams in the NBA. First-rounder by the Detroit Pistons. Never panned out. Bust. He's a bust. So, friends or not, I'm going to tell you what it is. You're a bust. And it is what it is. That's just how I feel. Um, shit, I talk to Ed Gray all the time. I talk to Ed Gray. I talk to shit. Dog, you don't even want to know. I talk to all them dudes. That whole Fresno team that Ivani Evandre Jones went up, went to play with Chris Heron, the white boy cokehead from Boston. Um, I know that whole team. Shit. You know, Ivani, they had Kenny Bruner on that team. That Fresno team that Tark that's that Tarkanian led was loaded as shit. My boy Tremaine Folks, Ed Gray, trash from Cal. Um, Tremaine, they all went there, dog. Come on, you know me. I'm a SoCal hoop guy. That's when we were fucking loaded in hoop. Fresno State, that Fresno team? Oh, my God. 
That Fresno team was unbelievable. A lot of people don't understand that. Um, yeah, that Fresno team. All my buddies were on that team. Everybody I grew up with was on that fucking team. Tremaine Folks, Ed Gray, fucking Bru Kenny Bruner, Compton Dominguez, Avandre Jones, who I grew up with my whole life. I still talk to Vani. I talked to Jermaine. I talked to, I mean, I talked to Tremaine. I talked to Ed Gray. I talked to all these dudes. Um, so Ray for Austin was on that, on that team early. Yep. Um, and one himself, Ray for Austin. Yep. Um, make sure you pound the like button, subscribe, become a member today. If you're not one, here's what I wanted to show. Um, I showed you earlier this 13-year-old kid who got the car and crashed. This is also around the same age. <laughs> so the kid hits him with the ball. The other kid flips him off. Here's the thing about it. Why is there such a difference in upbringing? Like, I'm fucking confused. I want to know what the difference in upbringing is. Because I got to be honest. Um, God damn, this dude makes more accounts. Um, I got to be honest. If I got hit with a ball in a game... I was raised to either handle it, um, I either handle it like, hey, dog, it is what it is. Handle that bitch. Or, or, go fight his ass. Go beat his ass. Or, shut the fuck up and walk away. I wasn't even allowed to flip off the dude. I would have been, my ass would have been beaten even to flip off the kid. See, this is what I was raised to do. If a kid does this to you and you don't fight on the spot, then you, that's it. You, you had your shot. It's over. You lost. But I will handle it as the dad with the dad of the kid. See, nowadays, the kid flipped off somebody because he don't have to worry about going home to nobody and beating, getting his ass beat, number one. Let's be honest. He don't have to worry about going home and getting his ass whooped by his daddy. Maybe the daddy's not in the home, or the mom is going to come home and say, oh, my God, baby, are you okay? The basketball that weighs fucking two pounds with air in it, did it hurt? Did it hurt you? Is it like a brick getting thrown at you from a fucking Eiffel Tower? It's a fucking basketball mom, and I and it, and I fell down like I got shot by the fucking grassy knoll rifle, like like that is what blows my mind. Like, calm down, calm down. Like this ain't fucking that serious. You got hit with a basketball in the fucking forehead. I used to hit dudes in the fucking face with a football from 40 yards away that used to leave fucking black eyes on dudes in the quad in high school just fucking around. I would throw that bitch across the fucking quad. Nobody would see it just being an asshole kid. 
but we're falling down from getting hit with a basketball. I would have got hit with the basketball and I would have fucking rushed him and dragged him by the collar and down. Like, that's what I would have did even at eight years old. The problem is, if I didn't, I could not flip him off, though. I lost already. It was it. I had to take my loss and move on about my life. And then my dad would have confronted the dad of that team and that wouldn't have been very good. But anyway, that's a whole other story. So I'm just trying to figure this out. Like, yesterday I saw a video of a bunch of 13-year-old kids, same age that wrecked that car, running out of a uh, Walgreens or something, and the, the security had to let them out. These kids have all kinds of shit in their hands, and they just take off. Six kids run across, and uh, there's a lady filming it, and she's like, we got to be better. We got to be better. And it's like, yeah, no shit. It's like, I, that's what I, I don't understand. The fucking audacity that the kids have the comfortability that the kids have on doing these things tells you what's happening at home which is nothing nothing's happening at home not a fucking thing's happening at home <laughs> that's the problem that is the problem so there ain't nothing happening at home this bud light thing um this bud light thing is is getting out of hand. Um, the blood, the Bud Light thing is getting out of hand. Um, about the kicks, coach, you need to realize times have changed and get used to it. Shit, times may change for you, soft pussy. They ain't changed for me. See, times haven't changed for me. That's what you don't fucking get. Times haven't changed for me. They changed for you, puss boy. They haven't changed for me. That's the difference. You motherfuckers allow it. I coach it. I don't accept it. You accept it. You actually are the ones getting pegged like this fuck that keeps coming in the fucking show. You're actually the ones getting pegged. You're getting pegged by all these fucks out here because you have accepted getting pegged. I don't. I'm not taking it in the ass. Sorry. You can. I ain't. <laughs> I'm not. So that's what I don't get. Like, you have accepted it, allowed it, and I coach it and don't accept it. That's the difference. So times haven't changed for me. Not one fucking bit. Times haven't changed one bit. But they have for you. That's what the problem is. See, that's the difference. You accept it, I don't. I'll be damned. I'll go. I, you could bury me fucking knowing that I ain't accepting this shit. I ain't accepting this shit. And I'm not fucking living that way. You can. But I can't be a bitch made cat. Sorry. You can be. I, I'm not. But it is what it is. Bud Light. Bud Light is having this. Um, Bud Light's having this fucking issue. Everybody's out against him. Donald Trump rolls up to the MMA fights the other day. Um, you know, uh, whatever his name is, uh, Mazda. Fan, and I've appreciated everything you've done. Also, I want to say, greatest president in the history of the world, sitting right there. Like, he came out, Trump looked like he was fucking, had a stroke. 
First of all, let's address that. Let's address the elephant in the room. Donald Trump looked like he fresh off a stroke. This motherfucker. <laughs> let's be honest. Let's be honest. Donald Trump was sitting over there like this. <laughs> I mean, it was bad to look at. Number one, that's who you guys want to vote in as a president. You want to get rid of a 90-year-old cadaver for a new 90-year-old cadaver. Fucking blows my mind. Let's get rid of the motherfucker we have. No question about it. But can we find like a 40-year-old motherfucker that actually has some fucking nuts and guts and a brain cell and a fucking can speak and read and write and fucking like, God damn, dog. It blows my fucking mind. Um, God, it is what it is. Um, I'm just calling it what it is. I don't want to get into all the politics about it. Super Omricon. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about all the politics. I'm just telling you what the motherfucker look like. I know what we want to talk about. Having said that. People are shouting him out, and everybody's cool. He's fucking there. I get it. Dog, we have a fucking problem. We have a major fucking problem. Like, I'm just telling you. Like, we have a fucking problem. Bud Light has come out. Everybody's against them. Everyone's against Bud Light. And uh, I don't drink Bud Light. I I, I really don't. Um, let me ask you this. I'm, I want to know. Pat McAfee now, doesn't Pat have Bud Light on the show? I'm curious. Is he taking heat? Is Pat taking heat? I haven't seen the show in a while. I'm curious as if Pat's taking heat from the Bud Light. Anyone in here that watches Pat's show, let me know. Um, is he is he taking heat from having them as a sponsor or not? Because I'm confused at what side of the of the fence the Bud Light fans are. Are they are they Pat fans or are they against them now that he's has Bud Light? Like I'm confused. I'm curious to know that because that's how fucking teeter totter we are as a society. See, like I'm, that's what I want to know. I'm confused on that. I'm confused on that. How this is really going to work? Um, yeah, I'm confused as to why how this is really going to work. Um, public is out to boycott it, and then the. The, the COO or whatever came out of marketing and promotion. If you haven't seen this video, she's telling you why they went with this person as their spokesperson. Uh, take a listen. This woman, I had a really clear job to do when yeah. I took over Bud Light. And it was, this brand is in decline. It's been in decline for a really long time. And if we do not attract young drinkers to come and drink this brand there will be no future for bud light so i had this super clear mandate it's like mm -hmm. we need to evolve and elevate this incredibly iconic brand and my what i brought to that was a belief in okay what is what do, what does evolve and elevate mean it means inclusivity it means shifting the tone it means having a campaign that's truly inclusive and feels lighter and brighter and different and appeals to women and to men mm -hmm. and representation is at sort of the heart of evolution you've got to see people who reflect you in the work and we had this hangover i mean bud light had been kind of a brand of fratty kind of out of touch humor and it was really important <laughs> that we had another approach
I mean, so that was the approach you wanted to go with? Something's going on, Greg Lloyd. Something's going on, uh, Hector Gorian. I got to be honest, uh, Cole, the mommy, everybody in here that something's going on. Because this same Nike tampon partnership is the now Nike tampon and Bud Light. Something's going on. This made-up human has somebody by the balls. And I don't know who. Um, I don't know why. But that is what it is. It's, they, he has somebody by the balls. So I don't know who that is, but it ain't this guy. You don't have this guy by the balls. <laughs> I mean, it blows my mind, dog, that I don't need a penis to be a man. Oh, my goodness. So let me get into this. Is that mental health? Is this mental health? Can this be the true mental health that uh, everyone tries to talk about that I disagree with? Is this the possible mental health breakout? Is this what it could be? The made-up humans? Are they just riddled with... Are they riddled with mental health? I'm confused. I want to know. I want to get your take on that. Um, I want to get your take on that. Very confused. Is it mental health? Or is it... Mental weakness, or is it for the gram, for the likes, for the views? I don't know. Very interested. Very interested to hear your take on this. Drop your comments in the section below. I, I want to know. Is it mental weakness, mental health? Is it just straight up fucking weirdo fucks? See, I call him just a weirdo fuck. I just think you're a weirdo fuck. If you think you can prance around with kids and do these uh, made-up human um, events, basically strip club with little kids in it, I, I think you are a fucking weirdo fuck. Period. I don't care about how what your mental status is. I don't care about any of that. It's like being a bust. You're a bust. You're a weirdo fuck. I don't care if you have XYZ. I don't give a fuck. I know you got fucking X chromosome. I don't give a fuck how you got there. All I know is you're there. You are a weirdo fuck. I don't care how you got there. See, we do. We worry about too much other shit. We want to dissect how he got there. Oh, my God, coach. He has mental health. His daddy died at seven, and then his auntie took him, and then his auntie actually played with his booty hole, and then he came became out of that he came out of there and he's like oh my god my auntie put in my booty hole and i was a dude and then now i want to cut off my dick because my uncle put his pee hole on my pee hole and then he told me to suck his tongue like the monk did yesterday if you haven't seen that um no one wants to talk about it but a monk had an 11 year old suck on his tongue um and no one's talking about that at all but you should go look google that and look into that one but anyway um yeah, no, that's not it, dog. That's not it. I don't want to tell you a fucking full story about it. I don't care. All I know is priests and politicians are the most fucking crooked humans on earth. And monks now. I'm going to throw monks in there. So, <laughs> the, 
The parents that allowed the 11-year-old to suck the tongue of a fucking 70-year-old Buddhist monk is who needs to be castrated. Like, I'm just confused as to why we're making so many fucking excuses up. Let's just cut to the chase. Hey, dog, you're a weirdo fuck. Get a fuck away from my kids. No, come around me. I don't want to be around you. <laughs> like, seriously, that is what it is. We play too much. We play around with too many what could have been and should have been. And I'm tired of seeing that shit. I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear about any of that shit. The bottom line is the bottom line. <laughs> That's why they say it's a bottom line. <coughs> I don't want to hear about all these fucking excuses. <coughs> I don't. I really don't. Oh, man. Um, yeah, the Dalai fucking Lama. That's who it was. The Dalai Lama, my bad. Even worse, right? Even worse. <laughs> um, man, blows my mind, dog. It really does. Fucking blows my mind. I don't get it. We want to cancel a real female and nominate a man to be the woman of the year by ESPN during Women's History Month. How ESPN's not canceled? So here's my take on this. I, I gotta get. I gotta ask you guys something. I gotta ask you something real quick. So the Bud Light folks have stood its ground. We have stood our ground. We will no longer drink Bud Light. Fuck Anheuser-Busch, quote-unquote Kid Rock, shooting up all the cans on his lake house. Fuck Anheuser-Busch. Fuck Bud Light. We have stood our ground. We are canceling. Now, hold on a second. The canceled have become the cancelers for... Something they actually believe in. Figure that. Go fucking figure. So you're telling me that it can happen. We actually can do it, America. JB is, what does JB know? I think I've been saying it for how long? The minority actually controls the majority because they speak and the majority doesn't. But when it comes to fucking grassroots Backwood fucking Bud Light. Holy shit. We have had enough. Fuck that. You aren't going to come out and disrespect our blue can Bud Light. We have fucking had enough. Our foot goes down. But you won't do it for the fucking eight-year-old at the Hooters in front of a made-up human shaking his dick in his face, right? You won't stand up for that. But if they fuck with your butt light, let's stop all things. Let's end this madness. <laughs> oh, fuck, homie. Oh, how about you fucking drop your nuts, man? How about you drop your fucking nuts and do this shit for other things? 
why don't you do it for fucking these made up humans trying to control our narratives and force feed us that we have to like trans. We have to like made up humans. We have to like LGBTQ. We have to like this and that. How about we stand up for that like you stood up for Bud Light, dog? Because you just canceled Bud Light. And the canceled became the cancelers. I love to see it. It shows us that we can do it. It shows me that you can put your foot down in the masses, in the majority speak. If the majority speaks, people will listen. The majority needs to speak up more. And get the word out to the masses. Stop letting the minority control the majority. Because they speak up and you don't. You just did it, dog. It's proofs in the pudding. You just did it with fucking Bud Light. You just did it. Why can't you do it for other things? More pressing things. Other than a piss-watered-ass, shit-ass beer that nobody drinks. I wouldn't drink Bud fucking Light. I wouldn't drink any beer, a little less Bud Light or Budweiser. Or... My dad drank Budweiser his whole life, and I thought it was piss water. It was a little bit better than fucking Coors. <laughs> I mean, Anheuser-Busch fucking, like, I'd, I'd rather drink fucking old Milwaukee. That shit. Remember that shit for any of the old heads in here? Fucking Old Milwaukee's better than that shit. Like, God damn. I got a fucking... We can cancel Bud Light, but we can't cancel made-up humans luring our children into fucking hooters to have a fucking made-up human dance in front of them. We won't cancel that. But we'll cancel Bud Light. Oh, man. Unbelievable. How about the most popular human on earth? The number one YouTuber in the world, The Beast. The Beast. Um, I believe The Beast probably controls the algorithm on this fucking channel. Uh, so this show probably won't do dick today. But... Um, his number one guy, his 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 ace, his crimey, his number one ride or die, has turned into a made up human. He had two kids and a wife, and now has turned into a made up human. Um, I I just have to ask why. I want to know why. I want to bring one of these made up humans on the show. I really do. I want to get a made up human on the show. I don't know if I can find one. Maybe Caitlyn Jenner. I got to try to see if I can get Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner is a icon. He was on the cover of Wheaties. He's an Olympian. He is an icon. I think he's still staying with the majority on the fact that these weirdo made up humans, which he is one, right? But he's totally backing real women real men, real sports, real gender. He's backing it, which I give, clap it up for Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, I call him Bruce. Um, <laughs> I call him Bruce. You call him Caitlyn. Listen, um, why didn't he go from Bruce to, like, Betty? Like, why wouldn't you go from Bruce to Betty? <laughs> 
Uh, oh, man, I'm confused. I'm confused. Uh, I'm never down to Budweiser on Last Chance You. Shut the fuck up, fucking troll. Um, real shit. I love that Jenner's pissed about Nike. Pissed about made-up humans racing in women's events. Pissed that a made-up human cracked the skull of an MMA fighter. I'm, I, I like that he goes out and says this. Bruce does. I give him credit, dog. At least you haven't flipped all the way to the dark side, right? Um... His birth certificate says Bruce. Shit. You could change all you talk all that dead name shit. I don't even know what that means, dead name. <laughs> um I don't know. That's just me. I don't know. I, I, that's where I am. Um Kendrick Perkins. The Lakers winning the Western Conference, but let me let me read this to you. He has the Lakers winning the Western Conference uh League Conference. Um Listen, I think the Lakers can be a hard out if they're healthy, if they're playing right, if LeBron leads. I think they can be a hard out. I do. Golden State beat Portland last night by 56 points. The largest NBA finale blowout victory of all time. I think they had 55 points in the first quarter. Golden State scares the fuck out of me, but Andrew Wiggins' bitch ass is not going to play in my what I don't I don't think. So I think that's going to cost them down the line, and I don't know if Golden State can repeat without Andrew Wiggins. Let me just say that. Number one, number two. Um, the Lakers, I think, are going to beat. Minnesota because now they are out two players possibly Gobert and then the fucking idiot who hits a wall because he don't give a fuck about nobody else um having said that having said that having said that I think they beat either Memphis or Denver, wherever they end up in the plan, I think they beat Memphis or beat Denver. I think Memphis is a joke. I think they're the biggest overhyped fucking team of all time. I think they just talk, talk, talk. They don't fucking do nothing. They're all bark, no bite. They've yet to win a real fucking meaningful series, and they've been around for a few years. They're a bunch of young punk kids who fucking think they run the world, and they haven't done shit. That's why I'm not against Clay Thompson talking shit against Memphis. I love when Clay talks shit to Memphis. I actually do because he's right. They have one. Um, they do have a resume uh, that is much, much better than yours. John Morant's resume is a fucking rap sheet for concealing a pistol <laughs> in a titty bar, not winning playoff games. Dylan Brooks wears fucking skinny jeans, cutouts, and vest. That's his resume. So, uh, I, I think the Lakers can beat 
Memphis. Now, the Lakers play Denver. I love the matchup. I love the matchup. Joker don't play no D. They don't play D. They don't have really any ball-stopping players. They can't stop AD. I think AD will go off. Joker will go off. They'll both go off on each other. I think that Denver has no real perimeter ball stoppers. Can't Caldwell Pope. I mean, who's he's supposed to stop LeBron? Who's going to stop LeBron from who's going to slow the ball down? They got rid of Highland who fought with Plumlee yesterday in, in at the Clippers. Like the NBA's last day was a joke. There's fights amongst themselves every fucking 5 minutes. And uh, um, Venmo bet it, D Grinder. But you got to bet it. You got to become a member first because I don't know if you're a troll or what. So if you're a member, I'd, I'd be more comfortable betting it. I'll bet it all day long. I will bet it all day long. I don't believe in skinny jeans and titty rings. Men shouldn't have tongue ring and titty rings. Just throwing that out there. Real G's don't wear tongue rings and titty rings. I'm just throwing that out there. So I will never, ever, ever bet with them type of motherfuckers. So I'll take the bet, but become a member first. I'll take it all day. Shit. I'll take that motherfucker all day. I will bet you that the Lakers can get out of that first round. Not only the play-in, they'll get out of the first round. And if the Lakers get out of the first round, um, I, I'm curious to see how that thing unfolds. Because um, the Lakers could match up with the Clippers. And then we're going to talk about really what happens. And if the Lakers lose to the Clippers in the playoffs, there's just a bunch of bitch-made cats. But if they beat the Clippers in the playoffs, as they should and as, as they should do, um, I want all that talk about Clippers run LA shit to cease. Because they've never won a championship yet. And winning 11 regular season games means deadly shit. I want to see the Clippers beat the Lakers in the playoffs. I'm calling out my boy, Mar Marcellus Wiley. <laughs> I would love to have him on after the Lakers beat the Clippers in the playoffs. After the Lakers beat Memphis in the first round. And then, or fucking whatever round. What round is that considered? The first round or the second round? Or the play-in round? Or what is it? Unbelievable. We don't know what fucking round it is because we don't know the scenarios. We don't know anything about it. We have not a clue how the NBA works anymore. Is it the playing round? Is it the first round? Is it the bitch round? Is it the fucking made up human round? Is it the fucking everyone get a trophy round? Is it the new awards round? Is it the reward everyone around? What round is it? I don't know. I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious uh, to see. I'm very curious. I'm very curious. I really am. Uh, Lakers, I think if AD's healthy, LeBron's healthy, they're firing on all cylinders. They play good perimeter defense. Uh, D'Angelo Russell gives them a great outside presence. Beasley can knock down a three. You got Reeves, or what's his name? The 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 the, the little white kid, um, Austin Reeves. He can knock down the three. 
Now they have a few shooters around them. The Lakers could be dangerous out. They can. Um, they can be. They can be. I'm from L.A. I'm not high on the Lakers. D-grinder. <laughs> I'm telling you they can win. I'm not high on them. I'm not betting on them. Like, that's the thing about it. You homers can't take off the blinders. You can't sit here and stay like, fuck, man, I'm from Memphis, but fuck, man, Memphis hasn't really beat Golden State yet in a meaningful game. They haven't really beat anybody yet in a meaningful game. We haven't really won shit. Like, you can't you can't do it. You cannot do it. Like, it fucking blows my mind. Dog, I'm a Laker fan for life. I'm a fucking, I'm a Ram fan. I'm a fucking Dodger fan. Dog, they're a fucking choke artists lately. They choke. I'm not betting on them. I'm not betting on them. Even though I'm there, I'm a realist. I'm a realist. I'm a UCLA fan. I pick them to win it all. But that doesn't mean I fucking believed it. I'm a fucking fan. That doesn't mean I'm not a truth teller. Dog, you got to get out of your feelings and, and, and take these blinders off. Memphis has done nothing. You need to at least acknowledge that and, and and appreciate the fact that they are still a team trying to find themselves, figure themselves out, get through a playoff win. Can they? I don't know. They haven't. They haven't yet. So can they? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. That's just is what it is. I don't think Memphis is going to do shit. And it doesn't matter where we're from. D grinder. I'm not, I'm not even arguing. I'm not even, what are, what are we talking about? See, again, this is the normal fan dog. Here he goes. Now he flips the discussion. And now he's saying that the Lakers are the plan. They're better. Please, everybody in the chat, just let this dumbass fucking guy understand what the fuck's going on. When the fuck did I say the Lakers are better than Memphis? When the fuck did I say anything about anything you just typed in that fucking chat? What was the discussion? The discussion was that Memphis hasn't done shit and that I think the Lakers would beat them in the playoffs. Did I say the Lakers were better seed, higher ranked? Or did I not? <laughs> like, you motherfuckers blow my mind. You talk to just talk. You know nothing. You fucking dick riders blow my fucking mind. You come in here just to ride dicks. You don't bring any fucking relevance. You don't bring any fucking meat and potatoes. You bring bullshit takes because you're a fucking troll. You live on the mom, your mom's basement, dog. Go somewhere else. <laughs> Go somewhere else. Like, it don't make sense. We all have choices. Holy fuck. I would be damned if I was just a troll boy, fanboy, dick writer that I just went around to different shows and made up 20 different accounts and then came in and said nothing. <laughs> Holy fuck. It blows my mind, man. It really does. It blows my fucking mind. Um, Jesus. Six people dead. A shooting in Louisville. Breaking news. A, a, a shooting in Louisville. Six people dead. What's your guys' take on the gun, sh on the gun thing? 
listen, dog. I, see, if one has a gun, then everyone has to have a gun, right? That's just how mental mindset works. That's how the mind works. If one has a gun, everyone has to have a gun because that one person could kill everybody else, right? That's just fucking nature. That's just how it is. So, see, I don't know, man. It's just a fucking, it's just crazy. It's just a crazy deal. I'm not a gun guy. I don't like guns. Um, but I have one. See what I'm saying? Like, I hate guns. I, I think people abuse them like they abuse everything else. And I think the idiots get them. And I think it doesn't matter what you do with the gun thing. An idiot is going to get himself a gun. A fucking idiot will find a gun, period. So it doesn't matter about the banning of the gun and all this old shit. The idiot is still going to find a gun. There's too many guns in America, in the world. There's too many guns. So if you're going to ban guns, the idiot's still going to get it. And then the ban people that follow the rules won't have it. And then they'll get killed in a robbery. So see what I'm saying? There's no leadership. We're so fucked. Um, I think everything comes with responsibility and accountability. And I think the responsible people that carry guns commended. I commend you. You're a grown person. You actually know what to do. You know the difference between right and wrong. <laughs> Yay, clap it up. And then there's fucking idiots, right, that fucking don't know. What they do. <laughs> like, there's idiots out here that are just going to fucking talk and talk and act like, oh, get rid of the guns. Listen, like I said, I'm not a gun guy, but it's like anything. You put a 13-year-old behind a fucking car, you just had two people die. Right? You give a 13-year-old a gun, somebody's going to die, himself or someone else. There is no value for life anymore. It, it's the lowest I've ever seen. It's bad. It starts in the household. We already talk about this every day. It is an absolute shit show of what America has turned out to be. I say it all the time. I'm proud to be an American, right? I'm a proud American. No question. I'm not proud to be in America right now. Uh, let that sink in. I'm as proud as any American on earth. I'm not proud to be in America right now. That is how fucked up we have become. But you're all in or you're all out, right? There's no one foot in, one foot out. So we have to keep grinding and striving to make this country what it once was. Um, but our leaders are fucking horrible. Um. Here's my take, though. I've talked about this before. It isn't the guns. It is the humans carrying the guns. That's the fact, right? I mean, that's just what it is, right? Um, that's what happens. When you give idiots guns, though, that's what they do, though, right? So you can have the argument that if you take the guns away, then you can't shoot anyone. But then we already know there's too many guns out there, and someone's going to find the gun. Here's my take, though. The AR-15 discussion is the main one. This is what we see in the school shootings quite often. 
And with an AR-15, some fucking idiot coward can get that bitch and spray that bitch anywhere, and people are going to get hit with the actual spray, right? Um, the contact area in the zone, you're going to get more likely to hit something with that than you are a fucking pistol, and you have to put that bitch straight up and have to be accurate as shit, probably some type of professional, right? The 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 odds of being hit with a professional fucking marksman with a pistol at a school are a lot less than some fucking 17-year-old weirdo fuck driving through the school, getting out with an AR and going in and spraying up everyone. So my take on the AR thing is I'm against the AR thing. Personally, I'm just telling you straight out. I don't believe we need them. Are we in war that I don't know about? Are you fighting each other in a civil war? Are you fighting the front line of Russia? Like, what do you need an AR-15 for? A rifle's cool, a shotgun, fucking pistols, a fucking Glock, fucking Magnum, whatever the fuck you want. I'd rather fucking face that in a school, though, in a fucking weirdo fucking school shooting, then an AR-15 where this cowardly cunt don't know what he's doing. He's just coming out there. And you're fucked. I'd rather face a guy with a pistol that don't know what he's doing than having a guy with an AR-15 shooting up a store that don't know what he's doing. And that is my take on the AR thing. I just don't think the AR thing is... is uh, I don't think we need ARs. Why do we need them? You can still go hunt... You can still have fun. You can still go out and shoot. You can still do all your shit without an AR-15. I mean, I'm just saying. That's my take. All right, let's get into this kickboxing thing. Where's Wido? Um, let me ask you. Brian Clark. You don't hear about mass shootings in Arkansas, Texas, and Oklahoma. No, you don't. You just hear about cults and bombings. <laughs> you just hear about cults and bombings. You don't hear about mass shootings. How many mass shootings have we had in Texas this year alone? Can please somebody remind Brian Clark? And I think there was one in Oklahoma as well. And I think think you guys just go bomb shit all the time with a bunch of cults. Um, come on, Brian. Miss me, dog. It's happening everywhere right now, bro. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that your red state and your blue state and your right and your left and all your fucking thoughts are wrong. <laughs> Idiots come in all shapes, sizes, and colors, and they come from every fucking state in the union. Just FYI. So I have no fucking idea. I mean, we just went through Uvalde. I don't know where you've been, what rock in Arkansas you're under, but sorry, Brian, that was a horrible take. We're having it in every state. And is a fucking bomb better than a mass shooting? Can we blow up the fucking trade center in Oklahoma City again? Is that okay? That don't count? <laughs> Oh, fuck. It's crazy that JB doesn't know what the Second Amendment is meant for, hence why we need AR-15s. Oh, fuck, dude. 
So this guy's rationale, like I don't know what I'm talking about, right? His rationale is let's all bear firearms so that if we're ever invaded, we'll all have our own firearms and be able to fend off China and Russia. We all need it. Civil war may come down. We all should have an AR-15 or we're going to defend our country. We're going to defend the backwoods of West Virginia because we got AR-15s. We're going to be on the fucking pillar when Russia shoots us down with a fucking F-15 and a bomb hits the mountain, you fucking idiot. God damn, homie. Some of you motherfuckers say the dumbest shit. You act like fucking Russia and China is going to invade the fucking U.S. and just run through the mountains of fucking West Virginia while you have your fucking AR-15 because the Second Amendment said so. (laughs) God damn, dog. We got to get real here. Holy shit. Some of you motherfuckers are unbelievable. Let me go get a bazooka and a fucking rocket launcher, too. Can I get that, too? Can I have a fucking rocket launcher at the house? Hey, Callie. Can I get a rocket launcher? (laughs) Can I fucking throw grenades at your fucking mountain where you have your AR-15 at? God damn, dog. Some of you motherfuckers are unbelievable. You really are. You blow my mind. You blow my mind. Um, You fucking blow my mind, dog. It blows my mind. <sighs> no, it's, it's really not, though. See, it's really not. That's the problem. It's really not. Comparing an AR-15 to a rocket launcher is really not over the top. It really is not. Like, it's really not. How is it over the top? These fucking cowards are walking in school shooting people up and killing people with an AR-15, innocent kids. How is it uh, over the top comparison? It's really not. It's the same thing if I shot a rocket launcher into a school from a fucking building. Who the fuck? What is the fucking difference? It's the fucking same shit. Innocent motherfuckers dying because you're a fucking idiot that has a weapon that you can't control or fucking use properly. So let's eliminate the fucking weapon. Let's get back to just having fucking regular rifles, shotguns, and fucking pistols. And you act like you motherfuckers are are, what blows my mind is you act like on the other side, the flip side of this on the gun control thing, like Every gangster I know in America, especially where I'm from, would get a gun. They're going to get a gun. And you act like gun control is the answer. (laughs) Oh, dog. It blows my mind. It blows my fucking mind. Oh. Oh, man. It's fucking comical. It is comical. Um. See, see, Marcus Russo, here's my take on a shotgun, though. See, I believe a shotgun is a great home protection weapon. That's what I have. Because 
I'm not a fucking marksman. I don't go out and shoot targets all fucking day. By the way, all those shooting target guys out there will fold in a New York minute when another guy has a gun. And they'll fucking never hit the target they go out and shoot every day. So stop. It's all about nuts and guts at the end of the day and a little bit of luck. Let's just be honest. If two motherfuckers have a gun, it comes down to nuts and guts. Who really wants it more? And who's the fucking luckier shot? So, therefore, I think I have nuts and guts. And if you walk in my house, I don't give a fuck who you are. I'm shooting you. And this is the thing. I have a shotgun for that reason. A couple different ones. And I have that because of the spray radius. Because I'm not going to sit there and be like, Hold on, hold on, dog. Come on in. Like, motherfucker, I don't have all this fucking time to fucking barrel in on you and shit. No, motherfucker. Bah, 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 bah. I'm just fucking shooting everything. My whole house is going to be fucking falling apart. But guess what? I'm getting your motherfucking ass. So, therefore, I have a gauge. But I would be hard-pressed to find me getting my fucking AR out of my closet or under my bed or wherever the fuck you weirdos put it and pull that big motherfucker out and fucking put it in and clip the fucking thing. Like, dog, <laughs> I'd rather have a pistol grip motherfucking Mossberg, one pump, bow, motherfucker. I'm, I'm easy to light. It's light. I'm controlling that bitch. I'm spraying everything. I don't have time to go through and do fucking a million things. I, I really don't. So, having said that, it is what it is. Um, yeah, you, 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 shit. You gonna? I got a few Mossbergs. I got a colder thing than a Mossberg, though. I got some new shit. Um, but anyway, that's a whole other ball game. Uh, you know, it is what it is. Um, I think a lot of you motherfuckers playing video games. You guys are in the video game world. You guys see what's happening in video games and you think that's real life and you can do it. And that's what's happening. You're equating, you're taking video games into high schools, elementary schools and shopping malls. That is what we're doing. We have a bunch of immature young kids with no father or no father figure or no parental control or no parental controller. And guess what? They play video games all fucking day. They're on their phones all fucking day. They don't work out. They don't go out. They don't do nothing. They don't walk to the store. They fucking order in Uber Eats. They play video games for fucking three hours on end and maybe eight hours, maybe 20 hours. And then their fingers are all fucking band-aided and taped because they have no fucking fingers skin. And then they think that that's real life. And guess what? Grand Theft Auto. What happened? During that release, Grand Theft Auto, auto theft actually climbed go look at the data during the video game release auto fucking theft went way up if you look at all the modern warfares and all these things kyler murray plays not only has football declined killings have gone up (laughs) how fucking weird is that ask kyler murray football's gone down killings have gone up 
And the common denominator is the fucking people at the home allowing the kid to play video games for 20 fucking hours and then thinking this is real. And so I'm going to go do it. I want to be the video game guy, but I'm going to do it in real life. That's real thing. I'm just telling you right now. It's happening. It is happening. I talked to a kid in jail, 17-year-old, who literally told me that is why he shot up a school. He drove by, though. It didn't hit nobody, but he drove by, so he got attempted murder charge. He literally drove by a school and just shot up the outside. Nobody got hit. This was about five years ago because of a video game. It is real. It's happening. Trust me. It's going down. Shit. Call of Duty. Yeah, Call of Duty. Number one reason. All right, let me get into this uh, MMA fight over the weekend. Um, Let me get into this real quick. So there was a fight over the weekend. Pereira, um, who had beat, beat I don't know the other guy's name, had beat him twice, I believe, or three times. Um, Wido knows more about it than me. But let me, let me break this down. The fucking kid of Pereira mocked getting knocked down after his daddy won the fight previous so this guy Andy Sanya or whatever came out and mocked the kid in the stands and faked like he got knocked out and he's taking massive heat now on social media where everyone lives because he mocked the kid The same kids that are doing drive-bys, wrecking cars, and robbing stores. The same kids you allow to go into drag queen parties. Same age, by the way. Same age. So let me get it straight. You can parent them to steal cars, go to drag queen events, and rob Target. But you can't parent them to have tougher skin and explain to them start none won't be none motherfucker i don't give a fuck i'm so happy that motherfucker mocked that little bitch ass kid and by the way hey Pereira, how about you parent better motherfucker you got your ass knocked out motherfucker played possum beat your ass you lost how about you teach your kid after he did that shit you should have beat his ass. If that was my kid, I would have beat his ass for the disrespect he showed against my opponents that I was fortunate enough to win and now or beat. And now you allowed it again. You allow it or you coach it. You allowed your kid to do it. You got your motherfucking ass knocked out by Adesana. And guess what? Your kid is crying in the crowd with his mama because you mocked him. 
Man, mock that motherfucker a thousand times. I'm so fucking glad you did that shit. I love that he did it. I love his attitude. I never seen him fight. I don't watch fights. I had people over. We were watching the fight. I never watch fights. I don't really get into that shit. I love what he did. I didn't know the backstory. I didn't know Pereira beat the guy already three times or whatever. This cat, I don't know why people fight four times if they've never won once. I could see that it was one and one, and this was the third tiebreaker, or two and two, and this was the fifth. I've never seen it, but don't start none, won't be none. Don't start none, won't be none. Period. Like, that kid learned a lesson, dog. That motherfucker learned a lesson. Hopefully you get it. Hopefully he will get it in the future. <laughs> Hopefully he will get it. And the kid maybe will learn. Don't start none, won't be none. Is what it is. Hey, I posted a bunch of furniture, man. Rustic furniture on Twitter. Um... Hit me up if you guys are interested. I got a bar top, a bar full bar top that's 98 inches. I made live edge wood, stained it, epoxied it. It's gorgeous. I have two leather recliners that are Costco style, real heavy duty. Um, they're nice. No rips, no tears. They're nice. Um, and I have a coffee table, rustic, that I made as well. If anybody in SoCal is interested, hit me up. DM me. Email me. CoachJB12 at Gmail. Um, if you're in SoCal, let me know. I'm trying to get rid of it today. If not, it's going to be firewood and it's beautiful shit. So hit me up. Um, I even have two bar chairs, uh, for it. Uh, let me know if you're in SoCal, I'll give it away cheap, uh, as hell. Cause I'm trying to get rid of it. I got to get rid of it. I just rebuilt the theater. So I need to get rid of it. If anyone wants some, um, make sure you become a member of our Patreon. We will do a live Patreon. I'll let you guys know the time later on. Um, Sean Salisbury and I are going to do Last Chance Q, the beginning um, of our new restart of the new year. And we're going to get Last Chance Q going. We're going to break down the draft. We're going to show film. We're going to start getting into it. So make sure you become a member of our Patreon. And make sure you hit the like button right here today. Pound the like button. I need 500 likes. Uh, get it back going. And... Uh, Get it going. I appreciate it. Yeah, they're saying Dwayne Haskins was um, Dwayne Haskins was drugged, they're saying now. So we'll see. One of my former players kind of don't agree, but we'll see. Colton Chavez, hit me up. Uh send you some pictures of the stuff. Uh if you want. Uh email me coachjb12 at gmail.com. Um I'm not trying to get rich off it, dog. I'm just trying to get uh, the chairs are the real expensive ones, but I'm not going to get shit out of it. So I'm just I'm trying to get rid of all the shit to, at once. So if you're interested, let me know. Um, I even have a rug. If you want a rug too? Pretty nice rug. So let me know. Uh, hit me up. Appreciate you guys. Hit the like button. Subscribe. Become a member today. Uh, pound the like button on me. Pound the like button on three. One, two, three. I'll see you guys later on on Patreon for you members, and I'll see you guys tomorrow morning for another show. We got a loaded one tomorrow. Former player of mine, uh, Will Jefferson, Colorado Buffalo. Great story to tell. You won't want to miss it. Steve Kim. Um, we have a Major League Baseball 
um, groundskeeper. Um, we got a lot of people this week, so stay tuned. Uh, appreciate you. Hit the like button. I'll see you guys tomorrow or later on today on Patreon. Peace. Peace.